0: Vegas. Welcome, everybody, to episode 219 of the Wrestling Podcast. I am the captain, Dazzy Dangerously, along with the one and only podcast machine slash knowledge champion, Mike Larkin. Dude, it's time for double or nothing. It is. It's time to double down. They're no longer just a t-shirt company. They're no longer just a meme. They're an actual wrestling company with an actual wrestling card and a pay-per-view and... Oh,
1: well, a lot of people have been complaining because it's like $50, 60 bucks here in the states for that show. Isn't that I a mean, standard
0: well, price for a pay per
1: view though? Uh, well, I think like the last, yeah, but I think like the last one they had with All In was All In was like 35, 40 bucks, and everybody's like, oh, but it's price, it's too, it's too high in price. But I'm like, <laughs> look at what we got on the card, though, man. They're closing the show with Jericho and Omega. We got you know a lot of great matches on the card. We got Cody and Dustin. There's a lot of good stuff on there, man. I mean, we're gonna see a lot of the talents from the China company coming in, a lot of stuff, companies from stuff from the Japanese companies. So, dude, we have a lot of talent on there. I and mean, glaciers wrestling the battle world. Glacier Daz. Glacier.
0: Yeah. I mean, fourteen ninety five. I think it is in the UK, which is the standard pay per view price. People pay that for one boxing fight. I know there's an undercard, but nobody knows who they are. But that's that's the standard price. And I love the complaint, um, the argument that people make, where they go, well, WWE only charges nine ninety nine a month. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's shit. There's a reason it's so cheap.
1: <laughs> well, here's the thing, too. I mean, it's also a nice alternative, and I mean, with the fact that we got AEW October 1st now on TNT, yeah. which is awesome. I mean, like, dude, just, it's really going to be an exciting pay-per-view, and I think it makes sense for Jericho and Omega to close, and what do you think about the fact that we're going to get the Battle Royal on the pre-show, but the thing with the Battle Royal is whoever wins that fights Jericho and Omega for that AEW title. Yeah,
0: I mean, Battle Royals belong on the pre-show. as WWE of sources. Yes. (laughs) I, I actually said to somebody the other day, which rings true, when has a lower price ever meant better quality? Ever.
1: That's true. I mean, well, we saw money in the bank where Brock Lesnar, goddammit, became uh, beast in the bank.
0: Uh, uh Randy Orton's face really did tell the whole story.
1: It did. It did. And I laughed very hard at
0: that because it was true. He was just sat there like
1: fuck's sake. Well, here's the thing. Those guys killed you. Everybody killed each other. And then here comes Brock almost taking out the cameraman and then throwing out Mustafa Ali. And then he comes <laughs> out. Hey, what the hell was he doing with that meme, man? He freaking he's beatboxing on the Money in the Bank briefcase the night after. <laughs> I'm just waiting for Brock to... Money in the Bank. I mean, like, what the
0: hell we doing there, Brock? Say something stupid, Paul. pick pick picky.
1: Rickie, Rickie, Rickie. it's like friggin uh the wedding singer man at the bar with the red jacket Rickie, 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 Rickie,
0: Rickie, Rickie. hey if they need a beatbox brian hebner yeah we, they, we oh know we can do it
1: when i say cena you say sucks cena sucks
0: <laughs> um obviously sunday was a clash between money in the bank and the game of thrones finale and as i said on throne zone on monday um, I chose Game of Thrones over Money in the Bank, of course. Well, I mean, I watched the first two hours of Money in the Bank, and then I immediately switched to Game of Thrones at 2 a.m., um, and then I caught up with Money in the Bank the next day, and Courtney and Phoenix were both... Well, I don't think Phoenix watched it, actually, but Courtney was telling me, don't go into the rest of Money in the Bank with high expectations. I'm like, I don't have high expectations. It's it's WWE. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I mean, to be honest, it wasn't a terrible pay-per-view. It was just... A shit finish. Yes, uh, I mean, I look at it like this:
1: like I was happy to see. Well, a lot. Of, I know Butcher. I saw Butcher's comments about Charlotte wins the title and then Bailey catches it. Yeah, her money. I mean,
0: that pissed me off because I thought, for, here we go again. Charlotte's champion for the millionth fucking time, and then very quickly I realised what was going on when they started ganging up on Becky. And I thought, wait a minute, wait a minute, Bailey's got a briefcase. And the yep. two heels are ganging up on the face. So yeah, they they quickly salvaged that one. But I mean, it seems like the, like the reports say they they're trying to make Charlotte a seventeen-time champion as fast as they can, and it's ridiculous. It is.
1: I mean, I look at it like this too. Now, for me, I'm watching those matches. Like obviously, as soon as Charlotte won, I was like, oh. But then Bailey came out, and I was like, okay, cool. And then there's Sasha Banks sitting at home like
0: <laughs> eating <laughs> Twinkies like jesus <laughs> like fucking let the i'll
1: be honest with you man let that bitch go she's just gonna keep complaining like that let let the bitch go that's all i gotta say let that bitch go you heard to let my people go let i that was bitch. thinking
0: the exact same thing yeah. Azaria and fresh prince
1: <laughs> that and i was also gonna say, go to ferris bueller man when cameron was in egypt's land let my cameron go man
0: yeah i didn't realize till years later that that was Azaria. Oh my god, that
1: friggin' <laughs> was amazing. I love it. go. Yes. <laughs> In the chill. <gym>. Oh, <laughs> So, I mean, like... Alright, I gotta be honest with you, man. I was kind of a little torn because I'm watching Becky and Lacey Evans. Like, I'm like, can both of them kind of, like, have a draw or something? Because I like both of them very much. So, I'm like, I watch Becky and Lacey Evans. I gotta say, dude, Lacey Evans proven why she is the sassy Southern Belle. And that's why I like Lacey Evans. They had a very good match. Uh, As far as everything else, I mean... Uso's beating Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan on the pre-show, and then here's Tony Nese and Ari Davari. Ari Divari coming out like he's Alberto Del Rio against Tony Nice in the car. I'm like... Yeah. It is, it's not a bad match,
0: dude, but nobody cared. No, nobody cared. I mean, I it took me a couple of seconds to even realize who Tony Nese was against.
1: Well, dude, I mean, <laughs> half of that roster is... You know, on well, Cedric's on Raw. Buddy's on Buddy and Mustafa Ali are on SmackDown. All they have now are they brought back the Singh brothers. Uh, they got the Lucha House Party. Who, okay, what does that tell you on Raw when Lars Sullivan, who's a damn racist, hey Lars, we find you. Who are you gonna feud with? The Hispanic guys.
0: <laughs> you expect anything less from Vince? Absolutely! <laughs>
1: God damn it, Lars! You're saying these things. Oh, you're making fun of him. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna have you a few with the Hispanic guys. <laughs> Gang up, three on one. Which I'll be honest with you, if anybody compares that to when Brock Lesnar first came in in 2002 and he's fuming with the Hardy Boys, not even fucking, not even fucking a chance. You know why? Because it's the fucking Hardy Boys. This yeah. is the Lucha house Party, friggin' just three on one ganging up on him. And I'll be honest with you, we know he's gonna crush all three of them.
0: I'm so happy that that match was later in the show because that was the part of the show that I watched on Monday, so I got to skip it completely. Lucha House Party came out. Nope.
1: Well, first skip. and foremost, who the fuck were they going to fight in that six-man tag? The Singh Brothers and who? Like, cut the fuck out of <laughs> Oh, I, like, And then I see Kofi and Kevin Owens. I think Kofi and them did their thing. Now, Kevin Owens doesn't even want to come to Saudi Arabia, which I don't blame him because this, last year it was Daniel Bryan. This year it's Kevin Owens. Daniel and then Bryan
0: here comes, again
1: this year. Uh, Daniel Bryan again this year. Thank you, Des. And now friggin' here comes Raven Dolph Ziggler. Why? What about me? What about Dolph? Freaking doing his shtick on SmackDown. This should've been me! It should've been me! And now we're gonna get Goffy and Dolph for the title in Saudi Arabia. What do you think about Dolph coming back out of nowhere?
0: I hated that promo. The, Why, croco- he was ch- the, the crocodile tears, man.
1: I know! Well, did, didn't you feel like he was channeling the inner Raven, though? What about me?
0: What about Dolph? Nah, I felt like he was channeling that dude that went apeshit over Britney Spears.
1: Leave her alone! Oh, Chris Crocker, who then went on to do gay porn, yeah.
0: That dude,
1: yeah. By <laughs> <laughs> the way, that legit did happen, though. He he went from that to, like, doing gay porn. I'm like, okay. It, it all comes full circle, I guess. <laughs> so, <laughs>
0: oops, I did it again. O- oops, he did it again, yes. Was, was, the was, first, t- was the first movie called Hit Me Baby One More Time?
1: Yes, and then the second one was called, Come on over, come on over, baby. He switched it to Christina. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, he was stronger than yesterday, all right? Oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs> anyway.
0: Man-eater. That's the wrong girl, but it works. <laughs> that was Nelly Furtado. I know. I What's know. the one Britney Spears did that was like that? Man-eater. Oh, I'm not a girl, not yet no, a woman. No. Um, no, she did one about being promi- promiscuous. Oh, pro... That was Nelly Furtado. What? Promiscuous British, girl? Promiscuous girl definitely did one about being promiscuous. No, she. Wait, no, wait. It, it may not have that. been called promiscuous, but she did one like that.
1: Oh, toxic. You're toxic. I'm slipping under. That one? Maybe. We oh, need... Wait, no. Nelly, dude, Nelly Furtado did promiscuous. Aaron Templeton, promiscuous girl. Oh, I know I that one.
0: We need We need an episode of uh, Pop Culture to sort this out.
1: We do. <laughs> <laughs> No, but no, that was Britney Spears did Toxic, and she did um, uh, Circus. She did, uh, yeah, no, Toxic was, uh, I think hers was Toxic. I don't remember anything about being promiscuous. Oh, Overprotected she did. Overprotected. No? Anything? Uh, anything, Des? No. <laughs> okay.
0: It's not ringing any bells. Uh... Well, oh, my, no, my prerogative maybe. Oh, Maybe God. that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, that's the Bobby Brown cover she did in My Prerogative that just absolutely shit the bed. Yeah. The other one that works for a Chris Crocker film is "I'm a slave for
1: you, don't try." Womanizer. Oh, thank you. Yeah, (laughs) don't. (laughs) Womanizer. Jesus. (laughs) I was like, wait a minute, she did. Oh yeah, Womanizer, Womanizer, boy, you're trying to run and just know what?
0: Yeah. Yeah, as you can tell, I'm a huge Britney Spears fan. Yes.
1: Anyway, now that back Brittany, to wrestling. Back to wrestling. <laughs> well, hey, Brittany kind of applies to wrestling because her her former husband did beat John Cena on
0: Monday Night Raw. Yeah, K-Fed.
1: Oh, God.
0: When uh, yeah. when I'm done with you, I'll be spearing Brittany.
1: Oh, you see, that brings me back. Oh six, oh seven. John Cena, friggin', you know the FU to KFED. Oh, you see how you're taking me back. Anyway, good lord. So we had Kofi and Dolph. Uh, Dude, and I'm watching Raw, and I'm like watching Seth and Kofi do that thing with Brock, and I'm like, okay, you know, I mean, who do you think he's going to cash in on, Seth or Kofi? Because Kofi
0: would be different. Uh, uh, Probably Seth. Well, do you actually remember the Wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't see him cashing in on Kofi, actually, but I do see him cashing in on WWE Champion in the future and then ended up on SmackDown in time for Fox, but I don't think Kofi will be Champion at that point.
1: Well, of course, they got to get the big guns on Fox, because Roman Reigns is on SmackDown, too.
0: Unless, and... of course, they do end the the brand split, and we get everybody everywhere, which is basically what we've got now. The whole true. friggin' wildcard thing, which, for me, is just an excuse to have Roman Reigns on both shows every week.
1: <laughs> that is true. Uh, what was I going to... Oh, you know when the last time... Oh, the reason why I'm saying Kofi, you know when the last time Brock Lesnar fought Kofi Kingston was?
0: Um, Wasn't it Beast in the East?
1: Yes, 2015, where Brock Lesnar squashed poor Kofi Kingston in, like, four minutes, yes. Wow. So, I mean, it' there's been four years, and I mean, all right, now, a lot of people were saying, because Big E, Big E, can't you see, got attacked in the back, you think he's going to turn heel on the new day?
0: No, I mean, he he said something like he was going to be out for another two years, so when they announced he was coming back this week, I was like, wait, what?
1: <sighs> That's true, but yeah, I mean, or they could be, like, Dolph took out Big E, and they can also you know tie that in i guess
0: yeah but i mean i I hope we don't get like a year or two of biggie coming back early and then getting randomly attacked backstage because he's still not cleared
1: (laughs) he's like dennis stamp he wants to be booked god rest (laughs) his soul i'm not booked (laughs) he's just he's just jumping on the
0: trampoline i want to come back terry terry (laughs) i love um kofi's little nod towards the fans when he's going no no i'm I'm champion now we need to be serious <laughs> I loved it too.
1: Oh dude. I'll be honest with you too. I'm tired of Shane McMahon and the Miz just because of that finish Out uh, the pay per view of that match uh, sucked. And we're gonna get more Shane and the Miz after we get Shane and Roman in Saudi Arabia.
0: I mean the feud's kind of run its course now. Um It it would make more sense if they were one and one, but Shane's literally two and oh. There's no point anymore.
1: Well, they're going to go into Stomping Grounds, which fucking Stomping Grounds, for a name of the stomping paper. Good God.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then something will happen then, and then Miz will finally get the win at SummerSlam, and it's just like, ugh, I don't care anymore. I really don't. I'm sorry. Uh, it has run its course, and do you want to see Shane and Roman in Saudi Arabia? I know you're not going to watch it either like me, but no, I don't want uh, to see Okay,
0: Shane. do I want to hear about it in Saudi Arabia? Uh, no. No.
1: And notice how they say Jeddah instead of saying fully Jeddah Saudi Arabia.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I remember, like, last time when they did, um... What was the last one? Crown Jewel. And they didn't mention the the name Saudi Arabia whatsoever, but that was obviously because uh, there was rumours they were going to cancel it or move it, and they didn't want to confirm that it was still in Saudi Arabia until the actual event.
1: Well, you had your best title, Blood Money 3. Blood Money 3, yeah.
0: We got the Takeover series, now we got the Blood Money series.
1: Speaking of the Takeover series, that card... Wow. It's stacked now. We got Shane and EO. We got Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole. We got Matt Riddle and Roderick Strong. We got the four-way ladder match, the Street Profits, the Forgotten Sons, um, Danny Burch and Oney Lorcan and the Undisputed Era. So, I mean, that card already is stacked. Oh, and we got, Ve- dude, Velveteen Dream and Tyler Breeze. I cannot wait for that
0: match. I'm so happy Breeze is back in NXT. Me too. Me too. If only others... In the mid-card hell on the main roster could go back to NXT
1: and I think did he want to go back to NXT I'm guessing Tyler Breeze yeah. I
0: mean um, I'm sure he tweeted about it a while ago um, how he would love to go back to NXT
1: well I mean when you think of the takeover series takeover 25 I mean Tyler Breeze was on the first ever takeover Brooklyn against the and Thunder Liger so I mean he has an integral part with takeovers too
0: yeah Breeze had a lot of success at takeovers he never really won any championships but he always had great matches
1: he did, and I mean, well, it makes sense with Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream is the Velveteen Dream, and then here comes the supermodel back, and they did the thing where he hit him with the selfie, which I thought with the selfie stick and the phone, which I thought was great. They really fed off each other, and they found something with those two.
0: Yeah, but I mean, Velveteen Dream can have chemistry with anyone.
1: That is true, and I'll be honest with you, I think they were originally going to go with him and Dominic Dijakovic, but unfortunately, Dijakovic is out and has to have surgery. But I think this is a good replacement for him.
0: Yeah, kind of worried about um, Dijakovic now with an injury because we've all seen what happens when injuries fuck up your big momentum, like Ali.
1: That is true. That is very true. I mean, with Ali, I look at it like this: like they're putting him in there with Andrade because well, Andrade. Yeah, the
0: winner gets the cool. full name
1: the winner gets a full name <laughs> and I mean they're doing of course because the Saudis want the fucking demon in there so we're gonna get Finn and Andrade for the Intercontinental title with Finn has the demon so I mean like whatever and I mean I, I'm, I'll i be honest with you I'm watching Raw I'm watching Smackdown and I was like okay with Smackdown okay with Raw but you know where I'm going with this fucking Raw with the 24-7 title just call it the hardcore title god it mm, you
0: know in in the UK, we have discount shops where they pretty much sell you knockoffs and off-brand stuff really cheap. And you always find these rest and action figures that are not licensed, but they resemble certain people. This looks like the kind of belt you'd get in one of those packets. It's fugly. It is very fugly. It, okay, the quote
1: alfie and my brother and me it's not ugly it's oogley that's what it is that it's oogley <laughs> and then mick foley's trying to sell it and freaking they freaking unveil it and nobody cares you get crickets and freaking mick is trying all his damnedest you yeah. like
0: the third hour raw i i feel bad for mick foley because he thought it was his fault that the uh, the segment got booed no mick it was just a horrible title a horrible name And you were thrown to the wolves yet again to unveil another ugly championship.
1: And I mean, dude, like, they're saying, oh, NXT, NXT UK, and everybody has a shot at this but then here comes the friggin job squad of Titus O'Neil Apollo Crews unfortunately EC3 you know almost came in which I was I will be honest with you if EC3 would have got I would have been happy then you see Gallows and Anderson fighting over it and then Titus is the first champ then Robert Roode's the second champ they're all chanting chanting ro- uh, chasing after Robert Roode and then R-Truth finally you know stuffs him in the chunk then he pins him which I mean we have comedy now with this because R-Truth took the European title to Smackdown
0: as he called it which I loved
1: and what did you think about Truth dressing up as a woman?
0: Reminded me of Jerry Briscoe and Pat Patterson. Um, oh God, don't remind me. You know, I I really don't like the twenty four seven rule. I didn't like it the first time. I thought the twenty four seven rule was the death of the hardcore championship. Um, and obviously they're not they're not going to have hardcore matches the same way they did back then. So it's just pointless.
1: I'll be honest with you, Des, I was there for the last ever hardcore championship matchup between Rob Van Dam and Tommy Dreamer, Madison Square Garden, mm-hmm. August 2002, the night after SummerSlam, and then I said to myself, wow, okay, they're getting rid of the hardcore title, then 17 years later, I'm like, okay, Rob Van Dam and Tommy Dreamer are still wrestling each other on impact, I see how it all comes full circle, <laughs> oh, my god, so I mean, like, I, the hardcore title i was a fan of the hardcore title i mean there's so many the fun time usa with crash holly and the headbangers so many great moments but you can't go into plunder city now i mean what is this just like every week like everybody's running after him oh i smashed him into a car one, two, three. Oh, how about a roll-up one two three like well like that's not as plunderish as it used to be because we have to you know be careful nowadays
0: yeah you, like, you can't have somebody wrapped up in a chain link fence and Pinned in the Mississippi River. Mississippi
1: anymore. River, yes. <laughs> Not do the Mississippi River pins anymore, or pinning them in the snow. Yeah, or the so ball I, pool. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, I did like the homage to kind of like when um the Mean Street Posse, you know, were trying to you know pin Crash when he was just as a clown, because we saw that with the B team, they were fighting over who's gonna pin Bobby Roode and R-Truth
0: I mean, it, it provides a little bit of comedy, but even back then, they did comedy better. And uh, if it wasn't for our truth, I don't think it would be funny.
1: Exactly, man. And I mean, like, I'm also watching this week. I have, I'm have. i kind of curious to get your take on this. Dude, I, we saw the women on SmackDown with, um, you know, the Iconics, and we saw Carmella, and we saw, you know, Mandy Rose and the whole nine, but I have to ask you, we'll get to that. But, dude, Nikki, Nikki Cross with Alexa Bliss, what do you think about that?
0: I don't know, because they seem to not be able to make their mind up of if they're going to change Nikki Cross's character or not. She's kind of, she's doing a Matt Hardy. She's flipping in between. Like, one minute she's batshit crazy, the next minute she's like, I'll
1: be your friend. Exactly, I'll be your partner, Becky. And, I mean, the match was fine with the Iconics and her. I mean, Lacey Evans walking out and then Becky Lynch and... Uh, Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss just standing there
0: with a coffee. Oh, I mean. Somebody yeah. put a meme up about Becky Lynch saying, imagine how elevated you are when people mock you for only having one championship.
1: That's funny. <laughs> that's true. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you could hear, but I was watching the match, and when Becky goes for the missile drop kick, and Billy Kay, I guess, was a little out of position, you hear Becky yell, closer! Closer! <laughs> Did you hear that? No. <laughs> Yeah, dude, she's going for the dropkick. Then all of a sudden here, closer, closer. I'm just waiting for her to go twice, twice. <laughs> damn it, no. Jeff. Damn it. God damn it, Jeff.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, that will just, always be the funniest botch ever.
1: It was. Well, Jeff Hardy was freaking, okay, watching that as a 10-year-old live in Madison Square Garden, just listening to him yell at Jeff and Jeff shaking the ropes too late. I'm like, God damn it, Jeff god damn it and that was the same night to Gimme the fucking mic good lord yeah.
0: <laughs> well i say that's the funniest botch ever the funniest one I've ever seen physically was Jeff Hardy and Bully Ray <clears throat> when Jeff hit a twist of fate on the outside and Bully Ray sort of slowly stumbles and feels around for the table behind him and then slowly lies down on the table
1: oh god the TNA botch <laughs> with the aces <laughs> and aces yeah
0: oh so bad
1: I mean, what else can I say there, man? I mean, with uh, with SmackDown this week, did you like how Becky was pretty much saying like, hey, you know, Bailey, you know, I'm I'm still coming after you after I'm finished with those two dopes.
0: Yeah, she wants her second belt back. She does. Uh, now, I'm,
1: with Bailey, I mean, I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Are you looking forward to more Bailey and Charlotte matches now?
0: Uh I kind of like the Bailey I'm seeing right now. Yes. Um, it feels like she's finally been able to step out of. Sasha Botch's shadow. Sasha Botch's shadow. <laughs> like, yes. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. that um, bitch.
1: Fuck that bitch, Des. Fuck that bitch.
0: Yeah, and she's not such a nice girl anymore because that was a pretty dick move to obviously cash in on Charlotte.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, it kind of reminded me of like when Bailey, everybody got behind Bailey in NXT and then she's running through the crowd like she's DDP And WCW. I mean, like. <laughs> I mean it was cool it was nice to see it money in the bank. I mean I'm watching this whole show as well because we're talking we're bouncing around a little bit but dude I have to ask you because we saw you know I mentioned Kofi in that and then I would mention money in the bank Seth and AJ Styles stole the fucking show
0: yeah um to be honest I didn't think the match had much story it was basically two baby faces struggling for power. Um, which I never enjoy because you need a good story for a championship match. But the ma- it didn't really matter because the match, as you said, killed it. Um, it was everything we expected from an AJ Styles Seth Rollins match. It was everything AJ and Nakamura should have been.
1: Oh yeah, and well, and then I watch Raw the next night and I see AJ Styles slap Baron Corbin. I'm like, please tell me he's not moving on to Baron
0: Corbin. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm a little bit confused about Baron Corbin because I saw pictures from a live event. Um, last week where he was back in his old wrestling, like actual wrestling gear and this week on on TV he's back in his stupid
1: suit again Yeah, ah dude I don't even know what the fuck they're doing Baron Corbin I mean Bobby Lashley's going to fight Braun and then Braun
0: can't wait yay
1: and (laughs) now what did you think about Braun killing Sammy
0: Uh, I don't really know where this is coming from either ah how did this feud get started
1: because he threw him in the garbage.
0: Yeah, I remember that, but how did that get started? (laughs) Maybe Braun remembers,
1: remember when Mick Foley was having him fight, you know, Sammy, and then Sammy survived that match, and then, hey, it all comes back full circle, but this time Sammy's a heel. I don't fucking know, but yeah, then Sammy fights Kofi on SmackDown and friggin' whatever. I mean, just, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, man, but the WWE product, I'll be honest with you, a lot of people were saying that the best thing about Raw was one minute of throw your cares away, Daz, throw your cares away, man. I mean, that legit has gotten so good. Just, you know, they started all happy. And then, you know, if you're feeling lonely today, go ahead and throw your cares away. Let me in on the baby's t-shirt. Let me in on the kid's forehead and just, Oh, I cannot wait.
0: Yeah. Um, that was, uh, I don't know. It was a very dangerous area to move into when they had like, all these kids and then this dark sinister man going let me in ever okay that they need to be very careful how they do this.
1: Okay well <laughs> dude, it's not we're not on the level of friggin' Gold Dust as seven. Well, and no. going, Fear me. We're not in that we're not in that realm yet. <laughs> yes. I mean it's cool. <laughs> God, I'm taking it back to Vince <laughs> from the late WCW. But no, I mean, it's cool. Like, it's different, and everybody that complains about, oh, you scared
0: my kid, sh- shut Good. the F up. <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> so that... your kid got scared. That's, That's it, the they point. Should be.
1: That's the point. I but... was
0: eight when I first saw Kane in a mask. How the fuck do you think I felt? Exactly, I'm... Um... I'm
1: trying to think, of, well, yeah, I mean, friggin' look at what the hell they've done. I mean, I was friggin' like Kane in the mask, friggin' watching The Undertaker, friggin' Take Souls, early Undertaker. Like, come on, I was a kid for The Phenom Undertaker, and that scared the shit out of you. I and The set. Ministry of Darkness, come on.
0: I was ten when I saw Mae Young's breast.
1: <laughs> I was
0: friggin' ten
1: when HLA <laughs> came into fruition on Raw, and they're friggin' doing Katie Vick and the, and the friggin' Billy and Chuck Ugh. wedding, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> Ah, there's been a lot
0: worse than friggin' let me in. Like, come on, please, we've seen much worse. Uh, I, I'm just on edge now to see Bray Wyatt in physical form, uh, well, with that mask and everything.
1: Could he be Seth's next opponent? Because I thought it was very funny how he put on Twitter, like, Hey Seth, hey Roman, can we
0: be friends? I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I'm surprised we didn't see him on Raw. Well, I mean, I don't... like, in person.
1: Yeah, I don't know when they're gonna like fully like have him come out as this. Let me in. I'm waiting for him to come. I want him. I want to be let in. I want I to see
0: him. Really hope they don't fuck us over and have him debut in uh, at Blood Money Free.
1: Oh God, please for the love of God, do not do that. And I'm like, watch, because they got this. Uh, what else? I mean, they got a lot of matches. They announced Orton and Triple H. I'm like, watch the 50 Man Battle Royal. He debuts mm-hmm. in that, and then John Cena wins the Battle Royal because Saudi Arabia.
0: I mean, the only thing I can think of that would be poetic would be debuting just before SummerSlam like he did in 2013.
1: That would make sense. Kind of like all come full circle before he wrestled like Kane that time. Yep, I agree. This
0: is not the beginning. It's the this end. end. I, me... st- I still love that debut and that promo.
1: The world is deteriorating at our toes and we can't do nothing about it.
0: I, I, I actually still had goosebumps the next day when I saw that um Bray Wyatt debut in 2013 it was awesome
1: it was I mean even though the douchebags fucking chant Husky Harrison in the the crowd like fuck off
0: yeah but it didn't it didn't bother him no Uh, and then of course WWE fucked it up that's what they do yeah
1: because hey what are we gonna do we're gonna have him wrestle John Cena at Wrestlemania and lose they got this whole steam friggin him (laughs)
0: them and the shield don't even touch this is awesome what are we gonna do now
1: he's gonna lose to CNET Mania yay the
0: the only feud he actually really properly won was his first feud with Kane and it wasn't even an inferno match it was a ring
1: of fire match ugh but, yeah, that, that's true. I mean, what other feuds has he won distinctly besides fucking Ryback, because he was dumb as fuck? Besides the Ryback feud, what other feuds has he definitively won?
0: Uh, did he win the one with Jericho, or did Jericho win that one?
1: Um, no.
0: Uh,
1: yeah, no, wait, well, yeah, he beat Jericho in the cage match. That was the end of Jericho. Yeah, so Jericho. Okay, right, count so he's Jericho. won three feuds. He's won three feuds. <laughs> Randy Orton, we couldn't have him win because we had to go to the. Well, actually, did he? He kind of technically won the Randy one because after that they had that oh, yeah, god awful. The, yeah. But they announced the it was a
0: championship or, rematch, and then some,
1: he loses the title.
0: Yeah, or the the title went to a different brand or something stupid, and oh, then yeah, they but, have to make it a non-title match. I'm like, why? Two years,
1: it's two years ago. J- Jinder Mahal won the title.
0: Wasn't it, wasn't it before that? I'm sure Randy was still champion, but he, no. got, he got drafted to SmackDown, so they made it a non-title match.
1: Did they? No, wait a minute. No, wait, no. I, remember, I distinctly remember Jinder getting involved, and it was I don't recall if Jinder Mahal was the champion, though. Oh, wait, no, I think he might have still been the champion. Yeah, you're right. I could be wrong, but I remember this is when we were going towards Orton and Jinder, but yeah. Yeah,
0: and you're I was right. like, why, why is it a non-title match now? Just because he's on a different brand.
1: And the fridge, man,
0: the fridge. Oh, the bouncy fridge
1: the bouncy fridge
0: the fridge oh. that was full of airbags yes probably had Indiana Jones in it as well Jesus <laughs> now if you st- if you get hide in a fridge you can survive a nuclear blast just saying
1: that, that is true <laughs> now speaking of that being two years old can you believe that it's already been three years since Cody Rhodes got released from WWE and look at him now
0: yeah Um. so it's probably been three years since I've been blocked by Cody Rhodes
1: Wait a minute, why did you get blocked by Cody I Red?
0: I don't know. To this day, I still maybe it was because I was, I was insulting Brandy because I never liked her as a ring announcer, even though she's amazing now. But... I, I never oh. insulted Kat, uh, Cody because I, I really enjoyed the Stardust gimmick.
1: Me too. And first of all, I love you, man. Just because a
0: lot of people hated her as a ring announcer,
1: and then she started wrestling, and I saw her in TNA, and I'm like, oh god, she's fucking terrible. Now I love her, like you. Like now I love her. I think she's great. But my god, when she started getting in the ring, it it, it was the drizzling shits. It, it was very very bad. But yeah, now she now she's great. We love you, Brandy.
2: Right, I so
0: don't want to go on this tirade with like the young bucks and go get Cody to unblock me. I mean, it worked. Yeah. It worked with Velvet a few years ago, but.
2: Okay, all right.
1: Now, <laughs> speaking of someone that has blocked you and called you out, did you see who MLW signed? Oh, uh, no. Wait. Austin. They signed uh, Austin. Yes, yes, of course. How the fuck does that happen? You see what ha- was happened with him in WWE Impact, Ring of Honor, and MLW says, we'll take him.
0: This guy's a walking heat magnet. Yeah, where do we sign?
1: <laughs> where do we Jesus. I was like... Uh, he's just so... You know what it is about Austin Aries too that annoys me? I'm not... We never said he's a bad wrestler because we've been following his no, career from no, no. the beginning. But he pushes the vegan shit down your throat. It's like, there's nothing wrong with being vegan, but dude, other people are not vegan like you. Just saying. Like, shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs> uh, I, I will give him credit that he doesn't insult um, people that argue with him about it, though. He just kind of go, okay, well, that's your opinion, but here's what I think. Like he did with you? Yeah. And then everybody proved him wrong.
1: <laughs> well, of course. Well, hey, friggin' Allie the Vegan is now in AEW, and Allie's yeah. one of those that'll argue with you, <laughs> and then he will be like, I respect your opinion, but here's what I think. i like, yeah, it's great. Ugh people, but yeah, I mean, as far as what we have with that, Austin Aries, MLW, whatever, uh, as far as Raw goes, I meant to ask you this as well, so, for you, know, the R-Truth stuff with the 24-7 title, are you, when do you think we'll see that on 205, NXT, NXT UK, like how how the hell do they do that, it was, is Drake Maverick gonna be running to every different brand now, because you saw him getting all tired and cramps, Drake 24-7, man.
0: I honestly don't care what they do with that piece of shit. <laughs> Dude. The title, not Jake um, Maverick. <laughs> I was about to say, wait
1: a minute, Dad.
0: No, unlo- oh. unlike a, a lot of people, I actually like Spud. Uh, we, oh,
1: that made me laugh, though, because when Mick's coming in, yeah. as soon
0: as he sees Maverick, he doesn't even call
1: him. He goes, hey, Spud. He like, caught that. <laughs> oh, come on, Mick. Well, that is true. They've known each other since, like, TNA, so whatever. But, I mean, oh, that was funny. Hey, Spud. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs>
0: Oh. <laughs> I wonder if he bumps into Drew McIntyre goes, hey Galloway. Hey Galloway Yes. Alright,
1: now I gotta say this to you. With friggin' the gimmicks when we were talking about Bray Wyatt and stuff, how does Bray Wyatt get that awesome gimmick and then it's just Mojo Raleigh's just like, oh yeah, I painted my face.
0: Because nobody gives two shits about Mojo Raleigh. I was waiting for that. You know you know what his paint looks like? What? If anybody's seen Kingsman 2 When they sample some um, narcotics, they get this sort of blue rash. Okay. It looks exactly like that. So maybe Mojo's been on the old (laughs) sniffy sniffy.
1: Now, me being my pop culture self, I have to say this. If Mojo Raleigh was blue, I'm blue. If I was green, I would die. Thank you. (laughs) And yes, I do know what you're talking about. I, I saw
0: the image from that. Yes, that is
1: exactly what Mojo Raleigh looks like Good
0: lord. Mojo's been partying with Elton John.
1: Uh, somebody, <laughs> someone save you, someone save you, someone save my life tonight.
0: Yes. <laughs> Cheap plug, by the way, Rocketman.
1: Rocketman! Have you seen that yet or
0: no? No, I think it came out today. Well, oh, okay. yeah,
1: today. Let, right. let me know how that is because it looks very good.
0: Um, do you know what? I think we've covered all of WWE. Did we really? Um, yeah, I mean... Oh, Cesaro got new music, which is very cool.
1: Oh, yes! And him beating... Oh, my God, who the hell did he Ricochet. wrestle? Oh, Ricochet.
0: <laughs> Duh. Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ricochet, yes. I mean... Eh, I, I kind of like Cesaro as this eel now, just doing his thing. I, I kind of appreciate it.
0: Um, but we're in we're in this period now where... You you can't lose more than two matches in a row because people lose their shit. So now people are obviously concerned about Ricochet because he's lost a couple of matches. Look, you can't win forever. Otherwise, you'd be John Cena or Roman Reigns.
1: That is true. Now, speaking of Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns beating Elias in a matter of seconds at on, uh, on <laughs> in the bank. And then we have that competitive match that we saw on SmackDown and Roman still won.
0: I thought they were trying to keep people liking Roman Reigns now. They're not doing a very good job. Yeah, I but don't I want to boo Roman
1: well they got they freaking st- pushed Elias to the side and now McIntyre is Shane's uh, insurance policy
0: yeah help <laughs> Help! Now, I gotta say Roman walking backstage with the bulletproof vest hanging over his shoulder for protection for when Elias hit him with a guitar
1: Yes, I saw that. I, I laughed. That was very funny. And I mean, the Elias concert was great. And then all of a sudden the Superman punch in spirit. And I'm like, oh, God. And then they did the thing where Elias is singing to him on top of the truck as he's walking, which I thought was pretty cool this week. <laughs> uh, I mean, you, you know what it is, too. And then you, like you mentioned Cesar and Ricochet. With Raw and all that and SmackDown, you know what it is? I kind of just have been eh with both of the products. Like, I kind of just wait, can't wait till NXT comes on cause NXT's because NXT's been kicking ass and taking names. And also, I think it's because everything with the main roster product is just like, can NXT come so we can have some sanity?
0: Yeah. Sanity, literally.
1: Literally. <laughs> By the way, it was nice to see Eric Young in that 24 7 title run through. Like, hey, Eric, how you doing? Poor Eric Young.
0: Poor, Poor Eric Young. Killian <laughs> Dane.
1: Or kill. Well, Killian Dane wrestled on NXT, man, at a live event. So it looked like they are trying to get him back in NXT. Yeah.
0: What about Alexander Wolf?
1: He's on NXT UK with Walter. Oh yeah, of course. So I mean, uh. that's not bad. And they killed it this week, man. Walter and Pete done too. My God.
0: It, no, it's not bad. But I mean, they they brought the whole group up from NXT and then literally did absolutely, not nothing, absolutely with nothing with nothing them fuck. and then broke them up. So what the fuck? <laughs>
1: I just don't get it, and I mean, whatever, whatever, whatever. you imagine if
0: they did that with the shield?
1: Just bring them from NXC.
0: Don't give them the shield gimmick on the main roster. Don't do anything with them, and then break them up quietly. Yeah, that just no.
1: It's like, well, I I was furious when they broke up the Wyatt family. Like, we had something good, and then you want to split them up.
0: Yeah, and then brought them back together, and then split them up, and then brought them back together, split them up, split them up. (laughs) <laughs> Kinda like the shield, <laughs> kind of like the shield, yeah. I and
1: mean, just, ugh, they they love splitting people up. They really do.
0: Yeah, especially couples on the main roster. Oh, yes. <laughs> unless of course you're Charlotte Flair. That is
1: true because Andrade has has her, has his uh, mommy, as he called her on on Twitter, his mommy uh, on a uh, on SmackDown.
0: But hey, Andrade is now on Raw. Charlotte, you know I'm dating him, right? Hey, Andrade's back on SmackDown. Back on Smackdown. <laughs> yes.
1: Well, hey, look at Aleister Black. He's cutting his dark promos, and Zelina Vega's there with him on SmackDown. You lucky son of a gun, you, Aleister Black.
0: <laughs> I love God the, um, well, it was, it was like screenshots that I saw of a video somebody posted of uh, Selena cutting uh, a selfie. Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods in the background creeping, and then you see Aleister Black scare him off.
1: I thought that was great. I enjoyed that very much. Well, speaking of something, okay, I meant to ask you this as well, because I know we really have kind of just kind of glanced over everything that Raw are SmackDown, but I got to say, Rey Mysterio and Samoa Joe at the pay-per-view, he wins. He, uh, Samoa Joe's got a bloody nose. What would you think about, you know, the Samoa Joe promo on Raw?
0: I just don't understand why Joe's feuding with Rey Mysterio. Uh, I don't know why they I really can't answer you on that. But, yeah, I, we're going to... I also can't understand the significance of Dominic. Are they actually going to do anything with him or what? I think he is signed to a contract.
1: And, I mean, we did see him do some stuff in Lucha Underground, like get involved. But he didn't wrestle. I think he can wrestle. I think he's been training. But, yeah, I think we're going to see a lot more Dominic instead of just having a custody battle. Or, I'm like they did with Eddie Guerrero. Yeah,
0: if, if, if Joe does his whole getting personal thing it's gonna be sick if he just goes ray's not even your daddy oh my god bring it back
1: (laughs) bring it back man bring it back
0: but But then people are gonna go oh don't go there and then he'll go i'm your daddy
1: (laughs) it's like wendy all over
0: again what's, um, what's ray's wife's name oh angie 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 Daddy's coming home
1: <laughs> with well, CM Punk singing Happy Birthday to Princess Aaliyah Freaking during that straight into the <laughs>
0: Um Yeah, now the only other thing I need to mention on WWE is um of course Brock comes back and for some reason he still has some fans out there, it's like the cult of Lesnar or some stupid shit who will always pipe up, oh, look, ratings are back up. Okay. Chill the fuck out, okay? Because the difference was like 200,000 people, which is basically nothing. And also, it was the night after a pay-per-view, they announced they were going to unveil a new championship, so obviously ratings were going to be up a little bit. It doesn't mean it's because of Brock Lesnar. If Brock was such a draw, they'd be back in the 3-4 million bracket. I'm glad you mentioned
1: that, because a lot of them tried to justify the ratings with that.
0: Yeah, and it's always as well, Brock draws the most money for pay-per-views. No, he doesn't. He just works the biggest pay-per-views, so obviously they're going to draw more money. Duh. <laughs> it's fucking logic, which Brock Lesnar fans seem to lack. Because they just want to see Suplex City. Yeah. Suplex City. Big muscle man, do the suplex thing. <laughs>
1: And here's the thing, man. As someone, and you and I, have been watching Brock, there's a difference between him from 2002 to 2004 than what he does now. He actually worked and killed it. Now he's just, let me throw you around and then pay me.
0: Yeah, Brock Lesnar, 2002, 2004, was a super athlete. No offense, Rusev. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ever since he's come back from UFC, yeah, as you said, just give me money, whatever. I don't want to work for too long. I only want to work these certain shows. I don't give a shit. Give me a belt.
1: Well, speaking of some working too long, I'm going to say this right now, and you said it best with your Oldberg and Pension Taker, which still has me cracking up. <laughs> so, <laughs> they are not going Zimmer to go. They're to frame on a pole match. Oh, God. They are not going 20 minutes. <laughs> that no. match is going to be so short
0: and not even funny. First of all, Goldberg never went more than 20 minutes in its prime. Exactly. And Undertaker is literally old and he he's just not the same guy anymore
1: he's not but it's like oh my god first time ever like if this was like 15 years ago i yeah. would have been like okay now i'm just like i, I don't care and of um, course we got doing in saudi arabia yeah
0: i mean goldberg and taker were in wwe at the same time in yeah. 2003 what, what which in was two, what yeah
1: freaking yeah like 15, 15
0: 16 years, years ago, ago. And they yeah. didn't have the match then when it would have actually meant something. Well,
1: yeah, well, this was also when friggin' Goldberg was on Raw and Undertaker was on SmackDown as the biker-Taker, which would have been fine. But then, yeah, when he, when Taker came back was as the Phenom at WrestleMania 20, and that was also when Goldberg left. So, I mean, yeah, they could have done something,
0: but no. Instead, we got to wait for Blood Money. Blood Money 3. Yeah, get... they both past their prime, and nobody gives a shit.
1: Except for the Saudis.
0: Except for the Saudis. We Ugh. want Hulk Hogan versus Under the Giant. Under the Giant's dead. We don't care. We pay your money. Yes.
1: Well, speaking of Saudis, we actually did see that on NXT this week. Mansoor beating Sean Maluda. Now, I got to ask you, what are your thoughts on Mansoor? Meh. Okay. Well, do you know who that <laughs> is,
0: though? Uh, You've told me before, but I forgot.
1: Mansoor is the voice of Cole Quinn.
0: That's it, yeah.
1: I like just the, what do you think of Mansoor? Yeah,
0: he's yeah. okay. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean it, not, hey, he's okay. Just like, yeah, it's early days. We'll see what they do with him.
1: Well, that is true. And then they brought Sean Maluda back for Adam Mothballs, which I like Sean Maluda. He's all right. I mean, dude, the NXT, I couldn't even complain about because Velveteen and Tyler, you mentioned, did their thing. We're getting more with Matt Riddle and Roderick Strong, and that tag match was excellent. But I know you you don't want to see the Street Profits win the tag titles in the ladder match.
0: Ah. Uh... I despise Cause you know there. the Street Profits.
1: Because you know they might go there.
0: Well, yeah, that's why I haven't really paid attention to NXT since they got their title shot. You really do not like Montez and Angela Dawkins. No, they, their gimmick is so irritating. Crime Time 2.0? <laughs> not, not even that. It's just when they talk, I want them to shut up.
1: Yeah, fam! We in here, fam! We in here, fam, and then here comes Montez Ford doing the running man, and then the and then the freaking cup. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. in there, baby. Street prophets.
0: Also, i just realised why um, I forgot who Mansoor was because he looks nothing like Cole Quinn.
1: <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least thing?
0: Buzz and, um, uh, and Blade. At Baron Blade actually look like the guys that voice him.
1: Yeah, A.J. Kirsch legit looks like Buzz, and Baron Blade, the guy voice remember, looks kind of like Baron Blade a lot. So here's the funny part about it, is I don't even refer to him as Baron Blade anymore. You know what I refer to him as? What? Thanks to Butcher, I refer to him as THE MOTHERFUCKER!
0: <laughs> I wonder if that was everybody's reaction when he uh, was unveiled as the attacker in, in the story. MOTHERFUCKER! The motherfucker. <laughs> even though it was kind of obvious.
1: Oh, yes. I mean, oh, dude, friggin' that season. I'm, all right, I'll be honest with you. I'm not a fan of some of the newer games, but my God, that season was great. And it was very obvious that it was barely under the mask. As soon <laughs> as you're coming at it, you're like, oh, no. Oh, come on. No. And then you take it off. It's like, yeah, son of a bitch. <laughs> because that, well, the whole story was great. Don't. Ever contact me ever again. I never want to speak to you ever again. And then he comes. Now, which mode did you take? Did you take where at the end where you have him um, at WrestleMania, you have him come back and he's in that green suit? Or yeah. did you take oh, oh, you took that mode. You didn't have him just you by yourself and Cole comes out.
0: No, nah, no. Nah. I uh, I believe in second chances. <laughs> <laughs> Unless your name like, is... Uh, <laughs> have any oh, don't get me started on that. Don't get me started on that because he's back. Well, we're not. We're not gonna name drop it, but it's back. It's back. Oh, fuck it's me. back. God. As uh, as Butcher said, it was shit the first time round. <laughs> <Lord. laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man! God. All right. So so okay, you, Mister Second Chance, gave Baron Blade and his Green Spirit a second chance. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well. I'll be honest with you. Do you like, oh, as far as the video games go, that evolution of Baron Blade It's this skinny guy with the earring and then he gets the, the WWE 2K and then he's like, he's this fat older guy, promoter BCW, and you're like a son to me and all that good stuff. Like, did you like the evolution of that character in the games?
0: Well, I, I didn't see a skinny Baron Blade. When the hell was that? That was like WWE 2K 15, WWE 15, some shit like that.
1: When he was like blonde and he had like the earring. You don't remember City Baron Blade?
0: No. To be honest, I don't remember the the story on any of the previous, like, three or four games. Okay, but Baron Blade <laughs> was on those games.
1: Like, he started like he's skinny and, like, he's very good and then he's skilled and then you get to this one and then he's all fat and pudgy and, you know, you're like a son to me and Buzz and, you know, the whole nine, man. Just, was I'm he,
0: freaking... like, a main rival in NXT? I think so, yes. Okay, I think it's starting to come back to me. It's all, it
1: all coming back to me. Yes, it is. Yes. It's all coming back to you.
0: Everything's it, coming full circle. It does. <clears throat> it really does.
1: Oh, <laughs> I have to say this as well. So I did watch 205 as well. The only thing i got to mention with 205 is... Okay. So... Uh, Tozawa is go is winning like this Fatal Five right now. I'm like, if they go towards Tony Nese and Tozawa, I'm guessing that's fine for a few. But I know that they're because they did the whole thing. Aria Davari's is not back, and of course, Aria Divari, Hello, Aria Dvari, Saudi Arabia. It's gonna happen in the rematch. <laughs> I don't mean to be stereotypical, but I know where they're going with this. It's WWE. I, I understand what you're saying. You don't have to friggin' be like low key with it. I know what you're doing.
0: Yeah, like, remember Black History Month? Who all the champions were? Yeah, we see how WWE works. Yep.
1: We see. We see you. <laughs> but, yeah, that's all I just wanted to mention with 205. Besides, oh, but NXT, I meant to say this to you, man. We're going to get Mia and uh, Be- Butcher's favorite wrestler, Bianca Belair, again. Which, uh, I want to see Mia put a whooping on that girl, Bianca Belair. How about you? I
0: whip my hair back and forth. Well, I whip my hair back and forth. <laughs> So, I, I I don't care. I like Bianca Belair.
1: I'll be honest with you. She I like her too. But yeah, I just wanted to say that because I know Butcher can't stand your guts, and it's so funny. <laughs>
0: because that's the point. It's not at the level of Phoenix and the Miz,
1: but oh yeah. my god, how much do you think Phoenix was overjoyed when friggin Shane McMahon gets slipped out of the shirt and he won that match? Him and his dad bod. <laughs>
0: Shane and his dad bod winning that cage I, match uh, I don't think Phoenix has ever been more excited to see a dad bod. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well but okay now the other NXT match I want to mention to you because I announced it for next week dude Kushida and Drew Gulak that's going to be some good shit
0: yeah um, hopefully Kushida stays in NXT as long as he can
1: don't, uh, okay so you're don't pretty wanna
0: much... see the same treatment as um, Hideo yeah, and Nakamura up? have got
1: so you're pretty much channeling your inner Billy Madison stay here stay as long as you can
0: Cherish it. I'm also channeling my inner Admiral Ackbar. It's a trap. It's a, yes, it's a trap. Oh, yes. Okay, so before we get into AEW and stuff, let's um, provide everybody with the next round of the King of the Mic tournament. Um, first of all, the winner from last week between Moni Lynn and Robert Davis with a vote result of... 67% versus 33%. Robert Davis. Yeah.
1: Well, getting the win over Moni.
0: Yeah, finally defeated Moni. I think it was um, the third time they've gone against each other. Yes. Um, so congratulations to Robert Davis. Now, obviously, we've changed the format a little bit because we didn't have Daniel Crimmins versus Ted P. De Niro. Um, Mr. Crimmins was originally going to get a bye, but... Breaking news last night on RWT and Max Wrestling Interactive was that the RWT kingpin himself, Emile Blackman Costello, the former promo champion, will be stepping out of retirement to fill in for Mr. De Niro and will take on Daniel Crimmins next week, along with Mike, your match with Courtney Summers,
1: just, uh, here's the thing, man. Like, we're homies. She's my homegirl. You know, I record, you know, Oiled Abs 24-7, where also known as Talking Strong Style with the Switch, babe. She knows. The girl's distracted. She loves her some Jay White. She loves her some Kiwi, <laughs> baby. So, I mean, the girl knows. She knows. And she's my homie. But I'm going to say, next week, dude, i have been friggin' butchering and everybody was going on me about my pre-recordedness of my promos because, hey, that's what I do. And I can talk like that. So I got to say this, man. You've seen the promo. I mean... Courtney's Courtney's got a little bit of fight left in her. You got a little fight going against her, man. I brought the heat. I brought you, the heat.
0: He definitely did. I've seen it.
1: Brought the heat. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, I know she'll I know she probably – I told her to bury me softly. You know, I was channeling my number <laughs> seven The Undertaker. But I'm saying I at least brought the heat with this. So I'm looking forward to seeing what Courtney comes back with. That's all I got to say. See, it's all, it's all good here, man. Like, if it was anybody else in this tournament, I probably would have said something like I did when I fought Ted in, like, the first King of the Mic, which was fun, and I love Ted for that. But, I mean, like, we, like it's, it's different, man, because that's the thing. You put me against my homegirl, and it's just like, dude, I can't say anything bad about this girl except for the fact that she gets distracted over Jay White's abs. <laughs> that's about it, because we know it. She's a sick puppy. I can do, <laughs> all day, because that's what she is. You know, you say Jay White, she says, how high? So I mean, about it.
0: She's also the only female in the tournament now that Robert has eliminated Moni. Um, No pressure. Yeah, no no uh, pressure. She's carrying the banner for the pink side of humanity. The pink side of humanity? Now now I'm going to get all these crazy motherfuckers coming at me like, there's 27. No, there isn't. Okay. (laughs) Before we get too political. Um... (laughs) Yeah, so congratulations to Robert Davis. He will be facing the winner of Daniel Crimmins and Amir Blackbeam Costello. Um, Mike and Courtney will be facing, well, whichever one of them wins, will be facing the winner of this match this week, which is between Moses Marquez and The Walker.
3: We'll be
1: kings,
2: kings and queens. We'll walk city so... King slash Queen of the Mike tournament. A promo tournament. Let's see how this goes. My opponent, a man I know little to nothing about, and that is Travis The Walker Anderson. Anderson now I am a fan of the walking dead um so I get your walker reference I see your mask um so you're you've come back from the dead huh so so you're a dead man let me introduce you to Paul Morales the original dead man the OG and the mask I feel like that's what I'm doing right now. I'm having a promo against a mask. Because we don't know who Travis Walker is. We know who Travis Anderson is. We know who the Walker is. Because that's the only guy that jumps on the mic. And where I'm from. And the Lucha Libre that I am. Grew up around. That I know all about. You have to earn your mask. And sir. I don't know. But I will tell you this. You didn't earn no mask. And if that's a mask you earned. Throw it in the trash. So that's my promo against the mask. Okay. Realize who you're talking to here. Okay. This is a promo about a guy. Who's always on top. Okay, Smart Mark Radio. You ever heard of it? I'm sure you have. I'm all over the place. Google Play, SoundCloud.com, Retro Rewind, Paul, Emir, Moni. We're all right there. But it's me that's running the shop. It's me that's running game. And no disrespect to my partners. They already know what it's about. Okay, we're in this together. But right now, you's against me. Okay, we may be the horsemen. But right now, you're against Ric Flair. you against a 16-time world champ. Okay? And I'm not going to give you a Ric Flair impression. You want to know why? Because you're not worth it. You're not worth the Ric Flair impression. But because you wear a mask, I'll give you one impression. You don't stand a chance, brother, against me. Get you around the bend.
3: How's it going, guys? You're probably expecting, you know, the scary zombie mask, the boogeyman, whatever you want to call it. But, this is the round three of King of the Mike I'm up against my boy, hey Moses, you know. I ain't gonna do that. I don't want to do that. That, the walker. Yeah, that's for the butcher. I'll save that for him. But... Here we are, round three. I saw the promos last week. You know, Daniel Kermans. Not bad. But... Moni Lynn? Robert Davis? What the hell was that? Robert, you you threw in the towel, you copied, you straight up copied Daniel Kremens, saying you don't care about this tournament, you don't want nothing to do with it, Moni, you needed to bring in help to defeat the man with the eyes or whatever. Moses, I'm up against you this week. And I sure as hell you're bringing me a damn fight. Because I'm not going down without a fight. I want to make it to the end. I don't want you to throw in the towel. I don't want you to just ghost me like you did. Not like you did, but Teddy P? Where the hell are you, bruh? I really hope that this competition, this tournament gets even better because this tournament has it's my first promo tournament and two out of three people have already said they don't even care about it and want to just throw in the towel. You got one that didn't even show up. Get it together, RWT this is a tournament this is a fight and I'm here to fight because I want to make it to the end I want to become king of the mic and come for you butcher Moses you're a cool dude and you I hope you're bringing a fight I'm not going down without a fight
0: out of the promos and you can vote for the best one at maxrassing.net slash vote. And before we go on, just want to remind you that the theme song for the King of the Mike Tournament is Kings and Queens by Diamond Days, taken from their EP The Death of Us, available now on iTunes and Spotify. <laughs>
1: Now, actually if you take over 4.0 cursor champions I will be defending the knowledge championship and I feel you know you came from a jugular at promo mania but I still came out
0: on top congratulations Mike still the master after knowledge champion and of course you will complete your 365 days tomorrow
2: oh, a bitch!
1: you know time after time after time dude we've been doing this for two years
0: we are guaranteed a new champion
2: I've lost my title but um, may the best man win, I'm not a soul loser, so.
0: But if Mike gets this one right, he is the new champion. You are the new Max Wrestling Knowledge Champion.
2: Yeah, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> boy. <laughs>
3: well done, Just, Larkin. Thank you, sir. Well done. You keep it warm for me, so promo mania.
0: <laughs> and the winner and still Max Wrestling Knowledge Champion is Mr. Mike Larkin. Right. Commiserations to the phoenix
2: So, so, I ask you again What are you going to do when you don't win it? He's going to leave, yeah. is
0: just means i got to come back Then uh, I've just got <laughs> win No, win this is wrong, Kinney is a first two-time champion If it's right, yeah, it's a draw but you do retain And you are still the Max and Knowledge Champion And in two nice. weeks you will surpass Kinney's record And you know,
1: this is an event where classic rules are coming back. Classic rules for a classic feud. And I think at Trivia Takeover, Phoenix, this has got to end. I mean, you've been itching, you've been scratching, you've been clawing to get that championship. You and I have been doing this for over two years, so I'm going to put it to you like this. This is your one final chance at the Knowledge Championship. If I win, you cannot challenge for the Knowledge Championship ever again. Phoenix, if you beat me, finally, and if you beat me, I will not challenge for the Knowledge Championship for one full calendar year.
2: This one way or another will be the end of an era. You and
1: I, one last time,
0: One more thing before we get into AEW.
1: Oh, I know where you're going with this. Yeah.
0: Impact Wrestling is looking for a new network. Three. Uh, two, again. Sorry. One. Again. Again.
1: <laughs> I jumped the gun on that a little. Sorry about that. Again. That's okay, they've been jumping the gun for four gun years.
0: For four years. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. You know what? Let, me, know let me break it down. down. Yeah. 2004 to 2005, Fox Sports Net. 2005, Urban American TV. Who? Destination America. (laughs) 2005 to 2014. Fair enough, Spike TV. And this is where it all goes downhill. 2015, Destination America. 2016 to 2019, Pop. 2019, Pursuit and Twitch. 2020, who the fuck knows?
1: (laughs) So... Okay, here's how this got started. Because Conan on Keeping It 100, Ordole Mirasa, was talking about like they're planning on having a deer for, uh, deal for the fall. And then freaking Scott DeMore's at the AAA press conference, which I know how these motherfucking Impact fans are going to this thing. Because, oh my god, Johnny Impact. And friggin' Taya are on the card as well as Tessa Blanchard. Impact's going to the garden. No, Triple A is going to the garden. Impact is just on <laughs> They haven't made it. Stop saying Impact's at the garden. Johnny Impact was at the garden way before Impact when he was at the WWE. Good for Ty and Tessa, but let's not fucking think like, oh my god, Impact's doing big things because when they come to New York, they're going to the fucking dump ass that is the Melrose Ball. So shut your fucking asses up that they made it to the garden. No, they haven't. Triple A did anyway i digress (laughs) so at the press conference scott demore goes oh you know well he's trying to make like explosion on you know pursuit tv and they're trying to find like a main network for the mothership that is impact and i'm like scott who the fuck you going to? Like, really, Scott, who is going to pick that up? WGN America, who I've been saying for months will probably pick them up, but that's still, it's all right because it's WGN America. But you're not going to be, like, I see some Impact fans saying Viceland because, you know, Viceland has all those wrestling documentaries on it now. Mm-hmm. But really, do you see them going to a big network like Viceland? I don't see them going to a big network because what big network is going to pick them up? They're not going to Paramount, which people <clears throat> stop saying Paramount. They're not going back to the former Spike TV. Stop it. They are not picking them up. I mean, like, really, come on.
0: Scotty don't. Scotty don't!
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, who, who, is, who's going to pick them up? Like, come on. And I mean, everybody's like, oh, my God. Friggin' 12,000 on Twitch. This is, like, their second highest in a week. But here's what happens. They announce it on Twitter, like, oh, my God. We had 14,000 views. It was so great. Thank you for everything. And then the next week, crickets. Because... Nobody cared after that one week. And when you know when you know when it was high on that week when Killer Cross was fighting Johnny Impact in the main event, so people that want to shit on Killer Cross like Andre Corbeil because he has a Canadian boner for anybody that's Canadian, saying that he rather prefer Michael Elgin over Killer Cross because of experience, motherfucker. Michael Elgin is not gonna draw you shit. I watched that Twitch feed when we got the Swan and, and Elgin, which was a very good match, mind you. Shit was yeah. going down, okay people were tuning out a little bit when Killer Cross was doing oh my god they killed Kenny and friggin putting a kendo stick over his knee people were watching that
0: you know what Pe- people like Andre Corbeil and Impact diehards they-, they remind me of Corey Feldman in Stand By Me yes <laughs> no- good. I'll explain because when somebody gets hot in Impact they're like this guy's great he's a future he's gonna save Impact and then shit doesn't work out and they decide to leave Impact then they turn into Corey Feldman and go, you, Fuck you, motherfucker. I'm going to rip down your head and shit down your throat. That's why I'm laughing, mate, because you're bringing up the Stand By Me reference. I love that. I love that very much. No, Nobody rage quits like Impact fans. Jesus, man. Bringing
1: the. I'm sorry, but you, you caught me off guard with the Stand By Me reference. I like that <laughs> very much. I like that very much. So, I mean, <sighs> friggin' Kill Across friggin' says, Yo, I won out. Then Scarlet Bordeaux, a week later. Okay, Daz, are you a country fan? You know a little country music?
0: Uh, I wouldn't say I'm a fan, but I don't hate it enough to turn it off.
1: All right, so freaking Scarlet Bordeaux was channeling her inner Tammy Wynette and started singing "Stand by Your Man," and she's freaking saying, "Hey, I want to get out of there too." <laughs>
0: oh boy, oh boy, oh
1: boy! Freaking Scarlet Bordeaux. Well, I mean, what do you blame? Like, what friggin' network's gonna pick them up? Who do you got wrestling tonight? Disco Inferno. who you got wrestling tonight Rob Van Dam versus Tommy Dreamer it's fucking House of Hardcore 2.0 is what that is, because Tommy Dreamer cannot accept the fact that ECW is dead and we got to bring fucking the Sandman and Sabu and everybody back and it's just and I mean James Mitchell's which is cool but they got Jessica Havoc coming and I'm like okay
0: yeah as we said last week the ECW reunion was cool 15 fucking years ago
1: It was, and then it got sad when they brought it back with EV 2.0 and that hardcore justice where they couldn't even say Balls Mahoney. They called Balls Mahoney
2: cojones.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember that? Yeah. Fucking cojones. Because we can't say Balls Mahoney.
0: They they couldn't redo his theme either because it didn't really work. I've got big cojones. He's got big cojones. Jesus.
1: Good God. (laughs) <laughs> Look at, like ugh, like, just i just don't like just ugh, like i don't know who's gonna pick them up like you can talk about new tv deals but freaking aew's on tnt WWE's on fox and here's impact on wg in america that's nice On twitch and twitch oh you know what else we got to talk about
0: hmm, what else happened this week
1: 24 minutes man <laughs> 24 minutes. For those who have Pursuit TV and you wanted to see Rich Swann and Michael Elgin, they never came back. They never came back. <laughs> well, I mean, this dude, this has happened before, but like their yes. head,
0: that 70s show on it, Pop. Um, it, it happened book. when I was watching it live one night. Um, and people now are like, wait a minute, they don't get Impact live in the UK. No, we don't, but I watched it live. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it was Matt Hardy. No, Bobby Lashley was in the main events. Yep. Uh, yeah. I I want to say EC three.
1: Yes, you're right.
0: Yeah, and they went to a break, the last break, and then it never came back. It was, it was like Glenn Miller walking to the fog. and never see him again.
1: And then friggin' Michael Uggan tweets out, "Hey Impact, because they put it also on the Impact Plus app, which let's just be honest, it's GWN rebranded with a new name because hey, Jeff Jarrett won't lay off of us, so let's just get rid of the GWN name because Jeff Jarrett's still coming. He wants his footage." So now it's Impact Plus, and Michael Elgin pretty much tweeted out that say, Hey, Impact, why don't you give it on their website or blah, 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 blah. Let's show them the best professional wrestling out there today. I'm like, that's nice, Mike. And everybody got so mad because 24 minutes left in the show in the middle of the main event never comes back. Well, here's the thing how I saw that because there was an Impact fan. Actually, Courtney Somber sent it to me. She's like, she goes, uh-oh. And I'm like, what's uh-oh? And then I read the tweet. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. They forget. <laughs> so whoever has Pursuit are trying to watch a main event, and then they never come back. 24 minutes left in the show. Way to go. Yeah. Way to go. And but mind you, I since I don't get Pursuit because, well, Nobody does. So I <laughs> I should say that because I know Moses Marquez gets it. I know some people in that RWT group that probably does get Pursuit TV. I do not because I'm not paying for it. I don't want to – then people are like, oh, why don't you ask for it from your cable provider because I don't want to pay and add to my yeah. cable. Thank it's, you very much. This is
0: the so great I, thing about AEW being and ITV in the UK because nobody in the UK can say I don't get ITV because everybody does.
1: Everybody gets ITV. There you go. So I mean <laughs> like, okay. But I'm like, I'll just watch it on Twitch, and I watched it on Twitch, and I got the whole match, which which was very good. So I was very happy. So I didn't have to worry about complaints.
0: <laughs> they um they tweeted out um uh, an advert for this week's episode. Say they impact on Thursday night, whatever. So I I just had to reply. Are you gonna show the whole episode? I saw that. Tw- I, liked I liked that. I like that very much.
1: <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, it's. I'm just, asking it is- for a friend. I'm asking
3: for a friend. <laughs>
1: Oh, but yeah, and I mean, friggin' just, uh that was the laser impact. And Scarlet Bordeaux, are you really shocked that she wants out, too, because her man wants out?
0: No, of course not. You know, obviously, she's going to go with Killer Cross and rightfully so for both of them.
1: Exactly. I mean, well, Scarlet Bordeaux, they turned her into the friggin' comedy act, being with Fala, ba, ba, ba. They had her wrestle disco going for an old Glenn Gilberty. So, I mean, like, they kind of already kind of, like, killed it off in a way, because it's just like, Why? and they're still doing all these intergender matches, which I got no problem with intergender matches, but I think it's just like not against Glenn Gilbertie.
0: How the fuck is Disco Inferno a top star in 2019? Fucking I got impact. One, what, I got one
1: word for you, though. Conan, because he's boys with Conan. That's why they bring him in. I mean, seriously. I know you do a podcast together with him, Conan, but like, he
0: don't, nobody cares. That's like AEW making Tiger Ali sing a top guy.
1: You see, I I got something to say about Tiger Ali Singh because as a kid watching him, what he did with the gross things that he did, but watching him in the hardcore title getting his ass whipped by Steve Blackman almost on a daily basis with some of the funny stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll give Tiger Ali Singh more credit. He was a funny guy. Like um, I can't remember the pay per view what it was, but he spent the whole night trying to get in, and they wouldn't let him into the building because he didn't know who he was. <laughs> Oh God, I forgot.
1: I know which pay-per-view that is, but I can't remember. Was it? It's, it's got to be something from like '98, '99, 2000. One of those. Was, yeah. I think it was. It was before
0: the hardcore titles shit, right? Yeah, I think it was '98. May have been fully Nin- loaded, maybe.
1: Oh God, don't don't tell Kenny about fully loaded '98. Good God, that was still one of the funniest <laughs> things. He goes, "Fully loaded '99." No, Kenny. "Fully loaded '98." Yes, Kenny. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Okay, so uh let's let's talk. Let's talk. AEW 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 Finally launching this Saturday. Um so finally we can shut the fucking people up who are just like It's a T shirt company <laughs> shut up. Alright, so uh we got nine matches. Yes we do. Two um, on pre-show. Yeah, you mentioned the the 21 Casino Battle Royal. Also on the pre-show is Kip Sabian versus Sammy Guevara. However you pronounce it. Guevara. Guevara, you're, yeah. you're close. You're very close. I noticed the two A's afterwards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so, now, Kip Sabian I've not seen. I know he's a UK guy, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Have you seen his work? Is he
0: good? I haven't seen him, no. Um, okay. He doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. It, it shows up in red. Which means they know who he is, but he doesn't have a page.
1: <laughs> now, Sammy Guevara, you have seen. like He's been on Lucha Underground. He's been around. He's very yeah. good. He's a good high flyer.
0: Yeah. Um, so, do you know what? I'm not even sure if we can accurately predict this because it's the first event, so there's no backstory. It's just great matches. Oh, yeah. Um, I tried
1: my prediction show, but I'm just like, how can you really predict this when this is their first show? I, and I tried very hard, but I'm like, yeah. how can you predict this when it's like... Hey, here, here we are. There's no build into this except for Cody and Dustin and Jericho and Omega, so it's kind of like, hey, we got a lot of good wrestling. So.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, it's pretty. It's a. It's pretty much a house show, but on pay per view.
1: Now with this 21 man Battle royale, I mean, we have Sean Spears, Ty Dellinger, which is cool in here. We got Brian Pillman Jr. I'm happy to see MJF, Joey Janela, Billy Fucking Gunn, of course.
0: Uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Jungle Boy, uh, <laughs> Lucas. <laughs> So Billy, you're the head of creative for now. what's your first decision? Oh put me in the Battle Royal. Put
1: me in the Battle
3: Royal.
1: <laughs> Jimmy Havoc <laughs> is in there. Now okay. Yeah. I gotta say this. Do you see a John Moxley appearance?
0: Oh, this this is the question is where John Moxley's gonna end up. Um I don't believe WWE made that vignette for him. Um I think it was It was too good to be indie, but it wasn't good enough to be WWE production value. Uh, So I would... I'd lean more towards him appearing at Double or Nothing, so yeah. I'll put him in the Battle Royale, because we do have four spaces available. We do. So, I
1: mean, hey, put him in the Battle Royale.
0: I'm also happy to see Brian Pillman Jr. in there. Yep, me too. Um, MJF. Yeah, MJF, who... Ugh, impress the hell out of us all in.
1: Oh dude, like I've been watching this guy since his days in Creative Pro when he was trained by Kurt Hawkins and yeah. the NYWC, the New York Wrestling Connection. So this dude has got talent. He's a student of the game. Now we also have another veteran in here, fucking Glacier.
0: Yeah, as you mentioned, uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Okay. Uh
1: Sonny K- okay, Sonny Kiss who was ex Alicious and um, Lucha Underground, he's not bad. He really is not. He really can work. And I like I like Sonny Kiss. Um, Jungle Boy. I've heard good things. Luchasaurus yeah. was um, what's his face said? Uh, he was Vibora and Lucha Underground. He was Judas Devlin very briefly in NXT, and I think he did some Ring of Honor work. Yeah, does that name ring a bell or no? Kind of, kind of. Okay. Uh, well, Sean Spears obviously makes sense because yeah. well, him and Cody Rhodes are tight, and they were a tag team in OVW. They were the OVW Southern Tag Champs, and he yeah. was Stan. And he was
0: Stan. Kick Stan. I gotta mention Sean Spears. Actually, somebody posted in one of the wrestling groups on Facebook. um, They believe WWE paid Google to autocorrect this search. So they searched um, Ty Dillinger, and then Google came up with "Did you mean WWE Ty Dillinger?" And they thought WWE's paid him. No, 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 no. It's just he's he's better known as Ty Dillinger from WWE. What a fucking dipshit that guy is. What does he have his head up
1: his ass? What kind of horse shit is that?
0: That That's how Google works. It goes off what people know the most.
1: Of course. Well, yeah, but what kind of... What, what is wrong with that guy? Fucking... God. Goddamn. Well, I mean, we, we also could have searched him as Stan. See?
0: I yeah. just can't stand. Yeah, nobody, nobody really knows him as Sean Spears yet.
1: Well, I mean, friggin'... The friggin' quick run as gavin spears my god where he just dropped a super crazy on ecw for like three weeks
0: uh, god. The, old, the old days of being a nobody
1: yeah exactly i mean there, there's so many great talents in this battle royal and obviously the kip saving sammy guevara match yeah. uh one match i'm looking forward to young bucks and lucha brothers for the triple a tag titles
0: yeah um i know young bucks get a lot of flack for being spot monkeys or flippy guys but they're, they're always entertaining I don't give a shit what anybody says um, and obviously Penta and Phoenix are just like one of the hottest tag teams outside of WWE right now
1: now I gotta ask you do you think they had enough?
0: oh they definitely had enough they were, They never signed to Impact they were, just... they were signed to Lucha and Lucha worked with Impact that's all there is to it I just had to say it. I just had to say it. <laughs> we got Penta. No, you don't. You've loaned Penta. You've loaned him. <laughs> and I'll be honest with you. The only
1: reason why Lucha Underground and Impact sold out last year is because Lucha Underground was on yeah. the card during WrestleMania weekend. If it was just Impact, nobody was coming. Low tickets. There, there's a reason why there was low tickets before Lucha came aboard.
0: If Impact was to draw, do shows by yourself. Yeah.
1: oh, <laughs> so yes. Uh, Dude, we're in for a treat with that one. Uh, What do you think about uh, Aja Kong, Yuka Sakazaki, and Emi Sakura versus Hakuru Shida, Riho Abi, and Ryo Mizunami? Now, those girls are from the DDT and, like, uh, another Japanese promotion. Uh, Aja Kong is a veteran. We know who Aja Kong is.
0: Rest in peace, everybody who's not Aja Kong.
1: Yeah, that's pretty
2: much <laughs> what we're trying
0: to say about that, too. It's it's like watching Bull
1: Nakano in the 90s. Mm-hmm. It's like, watching, same with Asha Kong, that's how I can equate it. Does that make sense? Like Asha Kong, Bull Nakano type of
0: Yeah, um, I know Asha Kong was a big inspiration for... Um, awesome Kong. Yeah, Awesome Kong, Karma. Um, and they, of course, worked together in the early days of um, Karma's... I keep saying Karma. Her name's Awesome Kong. Awesome Kong's career. And that's, of course, why she was named awesome kong because she was teaming with azure kong
1: yep well i think wasn't she originally was it, was she originally amazing kong and then they switched it yeah. to awesome kong?
0: yeah okay um but she thought she was being insulted because somebody just called her kong and she didn't realize that was going to be a ring name which i remember from an interview with kenny killer cheap plug that's
1: true that's right yes can you look at look it all comes back to see, you talk about coming back full circle. It all comes back to the Yoda that is Kenny Keller. I like your style. All right. Uh I'm sorry now dude coming I did. Oh yes we did. Oh <laughs> so <laughs> good Lord. Dude, the best friends, Chucky e. T and Trent Barrett against the new signings of Anhelico and Jack Evans, who we've also seen oh. in Triple A Underground. That's gonna be good.
0: I can't wait to see Jack Evans again. I saw him for the first time years ago in Impact and they didn't sign him. And I was so angry that they didn't sign him because he's insane
1: did you see his ring of honor stuff
0: no like man i very rarely uh watched ring of honor um like ever but yeah jack evans is insane talent
1: i mean dude him and the matches that he's had with teddy hart uh the best friends kill it as a tag team and trent barretta i've been watching that dude all right here's a funny story so when being a fellow New Yorker and Long Islander, um, Trent Beretta, before, when he was on the Indies, do you know what his ring name
0: was? Trent?
1: No. Um, I'm going to throw you off with this, but I want to see if you can actually get it.
0: Okay. I know, I know, Plas- he, had, yeah, I know he had a couple of weird names. There was uh, Ace Vedder. Okay. Uh, well, you say, ah, Plasma.
1: Yeah, he was, he, no, he was Plasma in the with, New York with a, Wrestling... With a Z, with a Z. No, <laughs> it no, it was, his name was Plasma and he teamed with a guy named Maverick in NYWC, the New York Wrestling Connection. Do you know who Maverick would later go on to be? No. Tony Nice.
3: Oh.
0: You know what, they should have called him TV and it would have been Plasma TV. <laughs> yes! so i mean
1: well this is also around the time when brian myers and brett matthews who would later go on to be kurt hawkins and zach ryder were doing their thing in FYWC, coming out to the backstreet boys so yeah which i'm probably that was a Zack ryder call because he loves the backstreet boys anyway
0: um, uh yeah another I remember old one, wing name of chris is kind of weird which one the girl from mexico okay see i didn't i don't know about
1: all that because i started with the plasma days i started 0506 when he was plasma so i didn't yeah. even remember, I forgot about that okay I'm, I'm
0: just going by his profile
1: <laughs> <laughs> so i mean like dude that dude's come a long way i mean the dude busters with him and Kalen croft and wwe good god yeah and, I mean, Chucky T's come a long way. All, all these guys have come a long way, so we're really in for a treat. And, obviously, Rapungi Vice, him and Rocky Romero were great in New Japan. Uh, I got to ask you, what do you think about the three-way match with Britt Baker, Kylie Ray, and the first ever transgender woman to be on a roster won Nyla Rose. Now, I've seen Nyla Rose wrestle because she's wrestled in the Northeast a lot. Not yeah. bad. Very talented. Are you looking forward to this triple threat? Yeah. Sure. Um yeah, sure. That's all you got to say about that. Yeah, <laughs> well,
0: sure. Well, I mean, I know who Britt Baker is, but I don't know much about the other two. Um... Okay, so Kylie Ray.
1: Oh, this will make you laugh too. Kylie oh, Ray. Go not, ahead.
0: Not Kylie Ray. Kylie. Not Kylie
1: Ray. Kylie yeah. Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Kylie. Ray's fucking awesome. <laughs> Kylie Ray uh, did a lot of work for like Rise, which partnered with Impact very briefly, uh, and Shimmer, <laughs> and, and like all around the, those spots. So she's done a lot of those one promotions. Britt Baker, obviously, the wife of Adam Cole. Bay, bay And we saw it all in Kill It So we know oh,
3: yeah.
1: like oh yes But yeah that, That's gonna be good uh, What other ones do we not mention Oh dude SoCal Uncensored Against the strong hearts Of Seema T-Hawk And El Lindemann That's from the um, The China promotion Those three guys are from
0: Yeah You know It's never a bad thing To see Daniels And Kazarian
1: Never I mean friggin I'll be honest with you One of my favorite things with that
0: Oh my god Yes Bad that, that influence
1: Steve yes and um, Scorpio Sky? Are you a fan of Scorpio Sky?
0: Uh, I mean, not as much as Daniels and Kazarian, but yeah. Maybe, maybe, I mean, that's just because I've followed those two more.
1: Okay, so the one time we saw Scorpio Sky on WWE team, remember he was Harold and the anger management thing with Daniel Bryan and Kane?
0: Uh, no. Um, <laughs> I just, you know, think of them as extras.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Just glossing them over,
1: Daz. Fuck them. They're extras. That's your that's your stance on the extras, Dad. You're bad luck for life. Fuck them. That's <laughs> not your stuff. That's not your stuff. Okay. No, he was he was Harold in that, and he was actually in TNA very briefly as I believe it was Mason Andrews or something like that, and then oh, yeah. friggin' TNA said nope, you like which Evans, I said nope.
0: We're gonna bring it full circle again. Go ahead. Because Scorpio Sky was also a firefighter during the Ring of Fire match between Kane and Bray Wyatt.
2: Oh, of course. <laughs> the ring of vodka, yes.
0: All right.
1: Um, okay, so he was also on Wrestling Society. Do you remember Wrestling Society X? Uh, by name, yeah. It was very briefly on MTV, and they had to um, – okay, so they had a incident on one of the shows. It was Ricky Banderas, better known as Judas Macias, mm-hmm. L, or also known as Mil, uh, Mil Martis from Lucha Underground. Yeah. So I got Vampiro for their title and there was an incident where a fireball was used, and MTV had to pull the plug because they were not a fan Uh, of...
0: it. you remember hearing about that, yeah. Yeah, so
1: MTV said no, but hey, here's what we could do on MTV. We're going to please Vince Russo because we're going to keep Teen Mom on the air, so that's what we're going to do. Teen
0: Mom, I hate that show.
1: We are going to put Teen Mom on the air, and we're just going to become reality, and you know what? Say fuck the music. We're just going to be about
0: the television. (laughs) Teen Mom is up there with fucking Love Island.
1: Dude, you... okay. Daz, what do you hate more, Teen Mom or Love Island? If you had to choose one, I know you hate them both equally, but if you had to choose, which is worse?
0: Oh, well, not many people talk about Teen Mom. It's ju- it just exists, but everybody like, floods my timeline with shit about Love Island when that runs, so Love Island is definitely worse.
1: Yeah, that's your version of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, right?
0: Pretty much, yeah. Good God. Pro- probably yeah. worse. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Fucking just... Ugh. You see? now, now
0: <laughs> And you know what's worse? What? It's on ITV2. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So you get AEW. We get
0: AEW on the same network as (laughs) As fucking Love Island. So long as they don't cross-plug each other, we're we're cool.
1: Hey, all you got to do now is start playing. Oh, no you know where I'm going with this you gotta play that who who sings that song Crossroads that did the cover of Bone Thugs and Harmony that fucking boy group that <laughs> talked about
0: that, that boy band who, who sings that Crossroads ladies and squad but I just thought of something worse what Love Island is gonna be on the same network as Joey Ryan oh my god the penis party
1: in Love Island man
0: <laughs> oh no please no Jesus <laughs> don't don't give me no Love Island dick flips.
1: Stop, he's already dead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the power of the penis. It ain't going to be powerful for much long after you go on that show, mate.
1: Fucking hell, man. Fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>
0: All right, so
1: the match that uh, is not closing the show, because I thought it was before we found out about Jericho and Omega, and we'll talk about it in a second. Cody and Dustin, I got to say I love the build. I thought I think it's been great, and I think Dustin and them are gonna kill it because the match should have been on a WrestleMania, not a Fast Lane, when he was Stardust. Yeah. But I think they're gonna they're gonna surprise a lot of people.
0: Yeah, and obviously, the uh, the AEW hate squad have uh, criticized it because it's it's an old guy called Dustin Rhodes. He's fucking work, fucking he's an old guy. The dude could
1: freaking go, and he's fucking in his mid forties. Leave him alone. It's the Natural versus the American
0: Nightmare. Jesus, yeah. shut the up you marks he can give us a better match than goldberg and undertaker
1: yeah fucking eat a bag of dicks i said it last week eat a bag of dicks
0: if, if they'd have said this uh like 15 years ago when he was black rain maybe i could understand but he's well, he shredded oh. that weight
1: no hold on now black rain i hated it but he was also in a bad place too so. yeah
0: yeah um i mean the gimmick wasn't all bad they had some enjoyable moments misty you I
1: Misty was I did enjoy the mouse I'm not going to lie to enjoy um, the mouse
0: scaring the shit out of Eric Young relic you know you know it's killer spelled backwards, oh, right? backwards.
1: <laughs> can you believe now I'll be honest with you can you still believe that that was Johnny Stamboli under that whole thing no oh fucking relic that's killer spelled backwards goddamn <laughs> <laughs> so yes uh, obviously I'm going to say this I know we're not doing predictions we're going through them but you know Cody's yeah. winning
0: that match. <laughs>
3: uh, do you know
1: or can you see the natural going over?
0: I wouldn't be surprised if Cody put him over. Um, because Cody's an executive. He doesn't need to win. That's true. He doesn't need to win. Um, and he... I think he'd like to put his brother over and in, you know, as, as he's coming to the end of his career, basically.
1: And also, Cody's like the Mark Dallas. He runs the fucking show.
0: Yeah. But at the same time, of course, Dustin is old school. So maybe he wants to go out on his back. And what better That's way true. than to his younger brother?
1: How about that paint, man? The black and red? Yeah.
0: You know what? Nobody does paint like Dustin Rhodes. Maybe Jeff Hardy, but.
1: Yeah, they both are up there for like the most with face paint. How about Sting?
0: Yeah, but I mean, Sting always did the same one.
1: <laughs> that is true. That is true. All right, yeah. He got me on that one. Okay. I like your style. So, <laughs> besides, besides face painting, Cody and Dustin, Jericho and Omega 2. I, dude if they're doing this where Like the winner gets a shot at the top I'm, I'm thinking Jericho's gotta go over dude And dude we got Jericho and friggin Okada at Dominion The pain maker and the and the, uh, the Rainmaker. You kidding me?
0: As, as Yeah as I said to you my prediction is Jericho will be the first AEW world champion
1: And how much build does that have If it's AEW champion versus IWGP champion?
0: Oh Oh But then it's gonna be bad when Okada Inevitably wins because he's Okada
1: Okay, and I know Courtney and the Butcher hate Okada. I'm kind of like, I don't hate Okada, but I'll be honest with you, I hate Tanahashi more (laughs) than Kazuchika Okada (laughs) just because fucking Hiroshi is always in there and go, Ace, go. Yes, go, Ace. Go out the fucking door. And I really don't want to, but no you got to understand. Like, I've been watching Hiroshi Tanahashi. I remember the match with AJ Styles and TNA that I love. But it's just like the man is always – he's Sinahashi. He's always up in there. And Okada, you could make a case for it too. But Okada is not as bad as fucking Sinahashi. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Des.
0: Um, I'm kind of in between. In between? Um, I'm in between <laughs> Butcher and Courtney and then your side because, again, I don't hate Okada, but mm-hmm. I dislike him more than Tanahashi because it's always Okada.
1: You know, you know why it's always Okada? Because he's a rainmaker. Because he's the fucking rainmaker. That's what he is.
0: But yeah, I'm, maybe I'm still salty because he took the title off uh, Jay White when I think Jay White deserved a much longer run.
1: I'll be honest with you, too, and I know, obviously, oiled abs 24-7, her opinion aside, and I love you, Courtney. So, (laughs) minus that, uh, I have to say I was kind of wanting Jay White to win. I mean, the dude's main event, Madison Square Garden, but what's the big pop we're going to get? Okada taking it from him. I think Jay White should have won, and I like Okada, but, yeah, I think that's what soured it, too, is just because he took it off the Kiwi. That is Jay White. It was
0: just like they want to send the fans home happy by putting the title back on a baby face, but New Japan fans aren't like that.
1: Exactly, and personally, I think he would. Oh my dude, could you imagine a Jay White Chris Jericho match? Oh, I mean, I, I I like the fact that we're getting Okada Jericho because it's first time, and everybody has been clamoring for it since you know he came in and he fought Omega and he fought Naito. So obviously, we everybody wants to see Jericho and Okada for that thing. But yeah, Jericho and Jay White—that's different. It's unique. I dig yeah. it.
0: Um, Jericho's gonna full heel. Um, I don't know if you've seen the road to double enough, and there was an episode where Jericho was in Cody's office, and they were basically going back and forth about I don't think you appreciate me enough. Like I, I'm grateful you're part of AEW. What more do you want me to say and everything? Um, so then Cody leaves, and then some dude comes over and goes, Mr. Jericho, can I uh, escort you out to to your car out of the building? Yeah, sure. Jericho just picks up Cody's cane, bashes the dude across the back of the head with it, and walks out.
1: I gotta say something, because yes, I did see that and that was absolutely amazing, but these promos that Jericho's been cutting have been awesome about AEW, oh, I love it and Jericho was the first AEW champion, I gotta admit, I wouldn't be mad at that
0: no, I think he's been aside from Cody in the box he's been the biggest advocate for AEW, he's plugging the shit out of it, and he's being upfront and honest, you know, you may not want to call it a war between AEW and WWE, but it kinda will be
1: and I mean, the fact that WWE has blackballed him in a way with the pod, not like from the company, but podcasts and how he can't have any WWE person to talk as Jericho yeah, is great. Yeah, w- WWE very- pissed. <laughs> I think it's funny, but yeah, I mean, good for Jericho. I, I'll be honest with you. I think you could say this too, as a fan of Chris Jericho and appreciate like what he's done over the years. The man got a clipboard over, the man got a scarf over, the man could do whatever the fuck he wants. But I got to say this, you know, he, down the line, you will see him in WWE again
0: yeah i mean if anybody's had a hall of fame career it's jericho
1: yeah well if he's not wrestling he definitely will be in that hall of fame
0: um i had this
1: well i'm sorry don't mean to go but i mean dude if billy gunn is in the hall of fame and they could make a joke (laughs) out you know we'll buy your that little pissant company i mean you you know that obviously (laughs) um
0: yeah i mean i had i had it out with um chad broughton b-rock shout
1: out um awesome yeah b-rock go ahead
0: posted about... he He's so excited for AEW, and he's posted about it. Um, how are they going to be... How it affects WWE, basically. And somebody was like, Yeah, but they're not going to put WWE out of business. Ha ha ha. You know, as as people do.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It's, it's a simple case of, No, I don't believe AEW is going to put WWE out of business, because WWE is, as bad as it is, it's an absolute machine. But you are either blind, stupid, or in denial if you don't think AEW is going to give WWE some competition. Especially with WWE's product this bad.
1: Exactly. I mean, a lot of people are waiting for that alternative, and booyah, here we are.
0: Yeah. They may not be full-on at war, but it is an alternative, and people are going to switch over, and people are excited to see uh, a new major American promotion.
1: Well, and I think the thing I like about Tony Khan is like they didn't want to compete like on the same night as WWE. They have it on Tuesday, mm. which is fine. Yeah, Impact. Well, hold on. Wait a minute. With Impact, I saw – that's the other thing I forgot to mention. Somebody said, oh, that means we have an open slot for Impact on Wednesdays. Impact tried that. Didn't work.
0: <laughs> Impact tried every frigging night.
1: They Well, what, what are they going to do? Go back to fucking Thursdays again? Oh, boy, Impact's on Thursdays again. <laughs> oh, my God, Impact's looking for a TV deal
0: again. The uh, the two episodes they did when they went up against Raw Live actually weren't bad episodes, but and they weren't. But they couldn't keep it up.
1: Yeah, like, I remember watching the January 4th one when it was going against Sean and Brett, you know, the, the rekindling and all that, and then Vince will blow to, like, dude, when they're doing the friggin' mousetrap, whatever the fuck that was, the Terror Dome that looks like a, you know, an, like, the friggin' mousetrap shit, yeah, and then yeah. and Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Hardy hits Homicide with that, God, that was a chair shot, not as bad as when he hit Brock Lesnar, but that was a fucking chair shot, and then friggin' everybody's shitting bullshit, cause there was a non-finish in there, and then friggin' Ric Flair's over here, and oh my god, here's Orlando Jordan, and, you know, whatever, Orlando. Jordan's doing, yeah, and everybody, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll be honest with you, the thing that he did with Rob Terry, oh my god. Friggin', it's just like, like he's supposed to be just in his pants over Rob Terry. Yeah, Bel-
0: I- Velveteen Dream did the gimmick much better.
1: <laughs> and also, there's another thing I like to add that, like, you see Orlando Jordan based off, which is fine, you know, he's bisexual, that, and he wanted to do this gimmick in WWE, but friggin', when Aaron Rex comes in as like Liberace, Damian Sandow, and then this is where I look at Impact fans, there's a reason why WWE said no. Thank you.
0: Yeah, Daniel Sandow was a big, big flop in in Impact.
1: Well, dude, he they friggin' he wins the title like right away, and then he jobs to Moose, and they did nothing with him. He's feuding with like Robbie E. He's Liberace, and and his Spud is with him. He's like Spud, Spud, and I'm like, I I don't care about this. What what the fuck are you doing, Mister fucking Liberace? Like it, it it wasn't gonna work in WWE, and it didn't work in Impact. Like it sucked. It was garbage. It wasn't even garbage, daz. It was garbage. <laughs> fucking, yeah. And I mean, like, whatever. And I mean, well, the thing with that, around that time with 2010 with the war, I mean, they brought in everybody from the Hulk Hogan Australia tour. They brought in Ric Flair. They brought Orlando Jordan. They brought in the fucking Nasty Boys. fucking Brian, Nasty I, Boys. Fucking Brian Knobs is cutting a promo and it sounds like he's going to have a heart attack any minute. It's like, what the fuck?
0: Oh. <laughs> Do you know what? Everything was going okay. And then they brought in the nasty boys.
1: With Jimmy Hart and had they had the fucking fight team 3D because it's a dream match, really? Is it in 2010? Is it really a dream this match? <laughs> is a dream.
2: Be... It's a dream
1: match. <laughs> they were the nasties. I'm like Jesus Christ. Could somebody get the mic away
0: from? Him? Or a drip? Or get, a drip. <laughs> get him a drip. Get him a drip and some oxygen. Jesus. Ugh.
1: And now, look, look at them, freaking going back to yesteryear again, like you mentioned, Disco Inferno. Mm. Like, ugh. Fucking A, man. Fucking A. But one thing I did want to mention here, and I, I, I kind of want to get real about this, as someone who watched that diva search, and being a fellow Long Islander, and watching her put her number out there for everybody to, you know, call her and vote for in the diva search, and actually when I saw that, I'm like, hey, I know that area code. Why? Because I'm from here. New York represent. Yeah. So as I'm watching that as a kid, and watching what she did, I gotta say, rest in peace to Ashley Massaro.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm pretty sure she followed us at one point. I'm not sure if she still did. Did she? Uh, yeah. I, rem- I remember us talking about her a couple of years ago. Um. Yeah.
1: I'll I'll be honest, man, dude, she looked good. I saw those appearances she was doing at, like, the Starcast and all these conventions. I'm like, she looked good. And it's just unfortunate, man, like, really, for real. Like, the whole, the suicide thing coming out and just, it's just, it's a shame. It really is. I just had to mention it also because, you know, fellow Long Islander and I just, I, (sighs) you know what it is too, dude? And I mean, I don't mean to get all, like, I don't mean to, like, take this in like, a different route here, but as a kid growing up in Long Island and seeing what has become like the epidemic of friggin' people dying over and people I've graduated with dying of overdoses and suicide is just, it's really sad. And it's just, its it's got to stop. And mental health is no joke and stuff like this is no joke. So I just want to say rest in peace because it's just, ugh. It, it really is heartbreaking, man, just as someone who's lived around that environment.
0: Yeah. It's too much, too young, too often. It just seems to be all the time these days.
1: It is. And it just, and the stuff that's coming out now about the whole tribute to the troops thing and stuff, and the, and you know, what's going on, just,
0: just. I mean, which WWE have categorically denied. And apparently she emailed them before her death apologizing for her involvement in any lawsuits. Uh, So I don't know what what went on with that.
1: I don't know um, why, but still, just again, just too young. And I know.
0: You know, a lot of people look at it like, oh,
1: Ashley Massaro, she was a Diva Search winner, but I got to say, some of my favorite moments with Ashley Massaro, I did enjoy her with Paul London and Brian Kendrick. I thought she they were fun because obviously she was with Paul London at the time, and mm-hmm. she went to Matt Hardy. Uh, I mean, her and Trish Stratus going against Tori Wilson and uh, Candice Candace Michelle and Victoria. What were they? Vince's Angels at the time? Like would you they were all a <laughs> Man or Vince's Devils. No, excuse me, Vince's Devils. Uh, I mean she I, 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 I had no problem actually I know she was in Playboy. I'll be honest with you. I remember the match with her and Melina from WrestleMania twenty three. And I remember thinking as a kid, of course it's that time of the year when we have to have the Playboy cover girl challenge for the women's championship. <laughs> and I mean again.
0: Ashley was very much eye candy, but she also wasn't the worst wrestler in the world.
1: I think she worked very hard Like I remember watching Christy I mean Christy Well then again It was Trish Stratus At the time But watching Christy Hemi Having a decent match With Trish Stratus At Wrestlemania Because it's Trish Stratus And Christy worked hard We saw what she did In Impact uh, TNA Whatever you want to call it uh, I mean Ashley Ashley Massaro Worked hard I mean she did her thing On Smackdown And Raw And I mean She got her Wrestlemania Moment when it was what was it Her and Maria Who was a play by cover Cover girl at the time With Stoop Dog Against Was it Beth Phoenix And Molina? <laughs> yeah so I mean
0: Yeah yeah, back in the early days of the Diva Search, they actually put the work in after winning, uh, and then they found Eva Marie. Oh, which we won't go into, but there you go. There uh, you
1: go, this right. Good. <laughs> well, the only time I ever stuck up for
0: Eva Marie was after she left, yeah. and she, but yeah, you know what I'm talking about. And uh, she basically shut down Mia Khalifa.
1: And then Mia Khalifa got a lollipop with a dick in it.
0: It was quite funny. Like she shut down Mia Khalifa, and he was like. Oh, oh, um, okay, yeah, maybe, maybe I was wrong. Okay.
1: Well, duh. It, <laughs> I mean, here's what she did. She verbally kind of like shut her down, as opposed to John Stossel just getting physically shut down by Doctor D back in the '80s with that open, this open hand slap. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that was the verbal version of that. Is what that was.
0: <laughs> We're live, <lying>, pal. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, try telling this guy wrestling's fake. (laughs) Exactly, man. You know what? I also think of uh, Ready to Rumble with Jimmy King. When they're looking for guys to join his posse, and they've got this makeshift ring made out of mattresses, and this dude just gets in and goes, everybody knows wrestling's fake anyway. (laughs) Right hand. Did that feel fake?
1: Yes. Uh, (laughs) You see, people bury that movie, but it did have its moments. I don't understand the
0: hate for Ready to Rumble. I love it.
1: I do, too. I mean, friggin' diamond upside down as a pussy. Are you
0: kidding me? That was funny as fuck. (laughs) You love Jimmy King. I love Jimmy King. We're men. We're we not afraid to say we love other men? Sting just punches him. (laughs) 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 Like, (laughs) it had his... And then he goes, hit me, too. Hit me.
1: Hit me. (laughs) Like, it wasn't that bad. I mean, there's been worse. There's been worse out there, but I still crack up at Ready to Rumble. It's funny, man. Salmandini.
0: Wanna wrestle?
1: Okay. Who can I compare that to now that's kind of like that? I mean, Tommy Dreamer's kind of like that because Tommy Dreamer just won't go away. He's the Sal Mandini. <laughs> Tommy Dreamer, want to wrestle? That's Just with a the candlestick. The Tommy... Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sal Mandini, good
0: lord. All right, <laughs> uh, so yes, uh, Double or Nothing is this Saturday. Uh, we are literally on the verge of a new era as AEW officially kicks off with Double Enough In Live from Vegas. Available on ITV box office for those of us in the UK, which is huge in of itself. Uh, also available on Fight TV and other pay-per-view providers on your side, Mike. Yes, 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 very much. Uh, friggin' pay-per-view, uh,
1: the Fight app, Fight TV. Uh, yeah, that's about it. I feel, I feel like we should be getting paid for this. Yeah, we probably should.
0: Yes. let's do a Brock Lesnar pay me pay <laughs> me um, and of course Trivia Takeover is just over a month away um, you can check out the hype video right now for Mike Larkin the Phoenix one last time
1: now I could say something like Phoenix I'm tired of spanking that ass but I'm not going to go that route I'm um, <laughs> just going to be nice and say this is Mike talking to Craig it's going to be an end of an era. It's going to be a good one, man, because we legit have been doing this for over two years. Trivia Takeover, Phoenix has been trying to get at that since Kenny won it at the first Trivia Takeover. So it's two and three years culmination for the Phoenix, maybe. Because if I... Maybe. Maybe. Because if I lose, you know, I can't challenge for one full year. And the reason why I said that is let's see how Phoenix can do for trying to hold on to the championship for a year because I know, yes, I'm the machine, but it's not easy. I have lost. Kenny has beaten me. I came one day shy, which I'll still round it up because 364. Estimation. It's real, damn it. It's still real to me, damn it. So, no, but it all... yeah. I'm pretty
0: sure Kenny and the Phoenix are the only two people that have ever beat you one-on-one.
1: That is true, but Phoenix has beaten me non-title.
0: He has a yeah, Phoenix, with- Phoenix did it non-title uh, back when we did Trivia every week. Well,
1: um, Phoenix beat me with the lats on Brat to channel, channel my energy JBL. <laughs> Michael. Michael. Michael, <laughs> I mean, but yes, I mean, I'm really looking forward to ending this with the Phoenix. I think it's going to be very good because, dude, he legit came from my jugular at Promo me. Like, I'm listening to the questions. I'm like, Jesus, he's really coming with me. I'm answering, I'm asking my questions. I'm like, I think you're going to be hard. I'm like, Jesus. And he comes right back. That's what he did, man. He hit me with the old F-U-R-B. You know what the F-U-R-B is? He hit me with the old fuck you right back is what Phoenix said. He, that's <laughs> what Phoenix did. Phoenix doesn't even realize it, but friggin' I come with this, like, I'm coming hard, and then Phoenix's like, well, here, here's, here's what it you is. Work. Mike, fuck you right back.
0: Yeah. That should be the name of somebody's finisher.
1: The fuck, F-U-R-V.
0: Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Jer- Jericho's got the new uh, Ju- um, Judas effect, which is basically a spinning elbow. Yes. There you go. So Jericho. somebody needs to use the fuck yep. you right back.
1: Fuck You Right Back. And that was actually a diss song, cause just to go back to pop culture very briefly. Do you remember a, a rapper by the name of Iman? Yeah, uh, no. Okay, so he had this song, Fuck What I Said, Don't Mean Shit Now, and then at the end it would go, like, he goes, Fuck you, you hoe, I don't want you back. So his girlfriend, who was his ex, was also a singer, made a diss track coming back, and it was called Fuck You Right Back. It's 2004. <laughs> this is the days of MySpace, kids. This was the days of MySpace. <laughs>
0: Uh, Well, speaking of songs, uh, Move On is the second Max Noise theme song for Trivia Takeover 4. It's by Firefight and is available now on iTunes and Spotify. Trivia Takeover 4. Oh, go ahead. Sorry,
1: that's very apropos. It's it's
0: very apropos. Move on, motherfucker. (laughs) Move on, motherfucker. Let me tell you
1: something, bitch. Move on. Motherfucker.
0: (laughs) Um, trivia Takeover 4.0 Curse of Champions comes your way on June 29th it is one last time as Mike Larkin takes on the Phoenix uh, in the end of an era for the Knowledge Championship the stakes could not be higher plus witness the final of the King of the Mike tournament to find out who will challenge the Butcher for the Promo Championship at Promo Slam 4 go to maxrassen.net for more information
1: Phoenix and I we headlining bright lights
0: big city head an era, man Eat a bag of dicks, we out. Eat a bag of
1: dicks, we out. Yes. Oh, I got a good one for the out. Oh, okay.
0: Uh, okay, let's close it then because uh, one final thing. Um, again, speaking of music, you can check out a brand new theme song and intro for the Max wrestling podcast next week uh, in the wake of the kickoff of the AEW era. Also next week, it is Mike Larkin versus Courtney Summers in the King of the Mike tournament. Don't forget to vote this week for The Walker or Moses Marquez. Again, you can vote at maxwrestling.net slash vote. That's it for this week. You can find me at DazzyMWP. Mike is at SM Show one and MCL92. The Butcher should be back next week. He is, of course, available at <gasps> TOG69BHITB. Did it. You did it in one take, man. One take this time. Yes. <laughs> Um, anything to plug uh,
1: MC Larkin 92 stephenmikeshow.com a lot of interviews LFC related and just fight related and speaking of LFC and i like to thank the guy that did that amazing logo which he knows who he is thank you <laughs> 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 so coming soon is uh, I'm going to be the host of the official LFC Laundry fighting championship
0: podcast coming to iHeartRadio so yes thank see. you see Kenny and Mike are moving on to radio I'm proud yes Yes,
1: very proud thank you see see, Kenny is your Yoda you're like I'm my Yoda with the logo so thank you you're both Yodas (laughs) in your own right you are
0: Uh, and as I said join us next week for new intro new music King of the Mike tournament continues and we will be predicting NXT takeover 25 (sighs) we must now bid you adieu goodbye and good night bang Pursuit. Yeah, more like the pursuit to find the
1: rest of the show.
2: <laughs> oh
0: <laughs> Kill shot.